The Crash and Mars Podcast. All right, this is... Um this story here, I think, would probably gross everybody out. Maybe some people just don't appreciate good, locally grown, organic produce. A small farm in southern Michigan just had a bunch of its vegetables pulled from store because they were using raw human waste as fertilizer. Oh, God. Ew. Although, yeah, it's a uh, slinging season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Apparently you're not allowed to. Well, no, that's this stuff human is waste. raw human oh, waste as God. fertilizer. I think it's sick. The name of the farm is Country Gardens, but yeah. it's spelled K-U-N-T, oh. <laughs> which I'm guessing might be maybe a play on someone's last name. Yeah. The Michigan Department of Agriculture <laughs> issued a warning saying that they had been using raw, untreated human waste in order to grow their delicious vegetables. Now, the vegetables that were stewing in the raw human waste include zucchini, summer squash, tomatoes, and green peppers, and apparently the vegetables grew quite well. Oh, God. And all these ended up in grocery stores 11 different grocery stores oh, yeah god wash your veggies um are you allowed to use human waste because you said untreated it's untreated if it's, if it's treated are you allowed to i don't know but are we treating like the cow's uh, waste before we spread it around well, no but is it, is it different well, they say human waste can carry diseases like hepatitis A, norovirus or have e coli in it so that's why the warning was issued I'm going to guess maybe cow poo. You... Yeah, I, I feel like cow poo is totally different. I grew up around a ton of farms, and they had their sh- slingers going around all the time. And I think all they did was just had their big manure pile, and then they fill it. They fill the truck and then go drive in the field, and it flies. I, there is no treatment of it. I guess the cow stuff doesn't smell like ours, though. Like Cows just eat grass, right? Yeah, yeah it's just so, earthy. Here's my question. Where'd they get all that waste? Probably from the farm. But like, so everybody who lives on the farm was just like, yeah. it's their septic tank? Probably. Oh. Yeah. They probably have a poo slough. Oh, yeah. Maybe right? they do have a yeah. poo slough. And they would just pump their poo slough out and blast it in the field. But a household couldn't produce enough. Well, no, it'd be a farm with all their employees. Right? I would imagine this is this is a pretty major farm if they're... Uh, well, 11 grocery stores. Yeah, if they're stores. supplying grocery stores, so they probably have it's tons big, of employees. It's a big operation. All that sewage probably goes into tanks or a poo slough, and then they, instead sling of paying it. to get rid of it, they sling it on the veggies. Again, it's raw, untreated human waste. I bet they got a guy. The, oh. I bet they got a guy. Like, you don't know. What happens to your like poo? Like a pooper? Once, once it's sucked out of your tank, where does it go? I don't know. Exactly. Oh, God. Oh, that'd be nasty. I bet they got a guy. Like the local rural uh, poo pumper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, here's what this article says from the Detroit Free Press. According to investigators, the untreated human waste came from two buckets. Five gallons each from outhouses on the farm. Outhouses? <laughs> oh, God. Apparently, the farmer disclosed on upon investigation that the outhouse buckets were being dumped directly onto the field where produce was grown. Now, according to federal law and state law in Michigan, raw, untreated human waste on fields where produce was grown for sale for local grocery stores and direct sale is illegal. So it was only buckets, not... Tanker, yeah, trucks. so because I was envisioning like a sister, like a, a yeah, a whole, yeah, the whole yeah deal. and then that okay. spray. So, so this, this is, is an ordeal with two this buckets, is buckets. But let's be honest, uh, they're admitting buckets, guaranteed it was probably tanks, right? And they've been doing this for years, yeah. 11 grocery stores had vegetables yeah. pulled. Okay, is it, um, with something like that, is it okay if you just like rinse your veggies, I, I or is it like know. in the vegetable? Yeah, if it's been if it's been in there since since it was a seedling, right? 
I'd imagine the veggies absorb some of the. Oh God, you're like flavor. Hmm. Tastes this like is Carl. A, this is a good question. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> this is a good question. It says, how do they separate the toilet paper? I don't think they do. No, I think they might just just and toss just, it all in. Yeah, mulch it all. And then next year, yeah, it breaks down on the field, and they just Ugh. till it into the ground. No thanks. Gross. People are saying that we use treated waste here. Yeah, the guys, this is untreated waste. This is like from an outhouse. So we'll actually use treated like human I, waste I, in I farms. I have no idea. I have no, I have idea. no idea. I guess where else does it go? Yeah, I don't. Right? There's a lot of a lot of sewage. Where is it going? Yeah, I always thought they just used the the cows' leavings. Right? Yeah. I didn't know they were taking ours. Yeah, the, the cow, the farmers. sheep. Ooh. Y'all freaks. <laughs> <laughs> but damn, those veggies good. <laughs> but when, you, when you think about the like untreated human waste, like yeah. it'd be like full turds. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that's what it does, right? Mm-hmm. Like I guess, but just don't get sick. Yeah, yeah. I feel like our human turds are way more contaminated than just cow manure. Yeah. Did you guys see the astronaut with Matt Damon? Mm, he was stuck on right? Mars. He, yeah, was, right, yeah. he, used, he used human waste to grow his potatoes. Yeah, but he was eating it. It was his own. Mm-hmm. Oh, was that? It was his previous uh, co-workers before they left him behind. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why they left. It's also a movie. <laughs> Quit eating our beer. Come on, guys. rules. Oh, this text here says all my veggies taste like corn and peanuts. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, mmm, my zucchini's really garlicky this year. <laughs> After our stuff is treated, like your standard uh, uh, Crash and Mars waste, uh-huh. does it still smell like it did before, or does the smell does it take? I think it's does different. the treating take the smell away? I think that I think it still smells, but it's not like would it go to like a manure smell, or it would have its own distinct smell? Because if we're spreading on the fields, like wouldn't we notice? Yeah, big time. Because I know when they're spreading manure. You yeah. can smell that. That's a distinct smell, and it's oh, yeah, the same smell sure. every year. But yeah, if they change up their batch and throw a, a batch of human, I wonder if it would be oh. dramatically different. Here's a text that uh, sums it up. It says, guys, it gets treated in plant, yeah. separated from liquids, heated, and it comes out like pancakes. Heated? It's then loaded in trucks and trucked out to farmer's field and tilled into the ground. Huh. So it turns into like like, pucks. like flat cow patties. Flat cow patties. So they're not spraying it. So they're not spraying it. So you probably really wouldn't smell it. Wouldn't smell it at all. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen a slinger in action? Uh, yeah. I think once I actually just thought they were watering their crops. <laughs> and it was just like. And it was a slinger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Worst job ever. I've only seen one. <laughs> yeah. It was in Saskatchewan. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. It's the only time. So. Huh. I had no idea. No. Nonetheless. Yeah. Just, people are saying their carrots taste a bit off today too. Well, now. No, no, just because of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's treated human waste here. Untreated. Mm. Ugh, pretty gross. If I say to you the word startup, like a startup business. I, I think or tech. You think tech. Yeah, I think a tech company. Silicon Valley. You yeah, think yeah, yeah. Silicon Valley. That's right. Uh, well, I've got some really good news for our city. You might think tech. You might think Silicon Valley when I Uh-oh. say startups. Uh, but when it comes to getting a startup going here in Canada... Our city, Edmonton, has just been named one of the best places to start up. Oh. Isn't that cool? Oh, like we're all into like trying to start little small businesses. Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. We are not number one. Oh, sorry, God, Toronto's geez. number one, but we are on the list. Okay. We're on the list That's now? Something. We are on the list. <laughs> we went from number one to, well, we're on the list. We're on the list. <laughs> oh, Calgary beat us too. Oh, oh Not God. by very much, though, just by a slim margin. Where right. are we on the list? We're number six. Oh, my God. We out went from of, one to six? Out of, cities? out of ten. 
Oh. Uh, so the lower half. So what you th- you know what though? This top is 10, though. top ten. Top ten. Top <laughs> <laughs> uh, But get this, we cracked the top 150 rankings in cities around the world. Hey, that's 149. Not, right. bad. Yeah. Not bad. So that's uh that's all right. Mm-hmm. So um, here's what they here's what the list was for uh, cities here in Canada: Toronto, Vancouver, number one and number two; Montreal, Ottawa, three and four; Calgary, number five; Edmonton, number six. But basically, we're tied with Calgary. It's so close. Yeah. Mm. So that's uh, pretty cool. Do they highlight some of the the top ones? We've had some pretty good stuff come out of Edmonton. Like for startups, you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, they don't list the businesses specifically, oh, okay. which is too bad. Mm-hmm. But we are entrepreneur friendly. But we are entrepreneur friendly. Like Ginge, we've yeah. had so many business ideas over the I years, know. and none of them have come to fruition. Well, they're all still patent pending. That's they are, true. That's true. Yeah, and our lawyers are vicious if any of you guys try anything. <laughs> that's true. By the way, when it comes to one of the best countries in the world for startups, Canada coming in fourth, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So we cracked the top five as a whole. Uh, U.S. coming in number one, U.K. coming in two, Israel coming in three, and Canada coming in four. Although my uh, YOLO financial is doing very well. <laughs> I'm thinking of uh, making I, I mean, it a publicly traded company. Right. I don't. I don't know if you need to take. I think it it's pretty easy. I mean, uh, the actual oh, ring financial the bell. is still going to have words with you. I think about that. Ah, yeah, right. I think so there, too. <laughs> we found out there is already business. I'm not answering any emails that has <laughs> lawyered up. <laughs> <laughs> the website has already been purchased, not by us. All right, we've all talked about how much we love craft dinner on this show. You guys have over the years texted in your recipes, your favorite way of making it. Haley is currently drooling all over her keyboard. But which province loves craft dinner or KD the most? Um, Saskatchewan. That was going to be my guess. Saskatchewan. Yeah, I, think, I feel like it's a Saskatchewan okay. food. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. All right. Ginger, you want to throw in a... I, I feel like we have a strong... Alberta. Uh, ...tie with KD. Really? But to me, yeah. it feels East Coast. Oh, interesting. And I'm not going to spend any time out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did some time. I don't recall. Was there a lot of KD? No. Because people love their craft dinner with tuna. And where does tuna come from? It ain't the prairies. That's true. Yeah. I don't even know it's the East Coast. Either. I think it might be West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> either way, I started down this road. Okay. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to say uh, uh, New Brunswick. New Brunswick. Yeah. Okay. I, I lived in New Brunswick for a and, hot minute. And? Boxes flying off the shelves. So, Crash, you're saying Saskatchewan. Haley, did you want to double up with Crash, or you want to change your vote? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on Crash because the first province that popped in my brain was Saskatchewan. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. That's a flat province food. It's a confident, a confident one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Saskatchewan for these two. Yeah, you're sticking with New Brunswick. Oh yeah. So here's what they did. A survey was conducted across Canada to see which provinces and territories consume the most craft dinner. The site looked at Canadian households to find out how many singular boxes of the cheesy goodness you eat in a month are. And the results are in. Mm-hmm. The number one province consuming the most KD in the country is... Mm-hmm. Prince Edward Island. <gasps> the Maritimes. Yes. Oh, there it is. P-E-I. Okay. Yes, that's right. How much KD do they eat? Well, they eat four boxes of KD every single month. That means the average household buys 52 boxes of ye- a year. Four boxes a month. Four oh boxes goodness. a month. I haven't even done that in the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Come home to it. It's still good. It is, is it good. though? Because people yeah. have complained. They're like, recipe changed. I don't like this one. We do get a lot the of that. The quality of the noodle has changed. The, the color moved a bit. Okay. 
Uh, it's not so vibrant. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> less. They took out an orange chemical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little less glow in the dark. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The flavor's still there. It's still there, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turns out Gingy wasn't all that wrong. The Maritimes actually really like their KD. Newfoundland and Labrador coming in second, placing an average of 3.62 boxes a month. So they're not quite finishing off that fourth mm, box. Mm hmm. And right here in Alberta, coming in third. Oh, okay. We eat about three and a half boxes per month. You ever um, disappointed with the way someone makes craft dinner? Because it's, re- it's really easy to make, obviously. Yeah. You boil your noodles, you add some butter, you I, add some milk, you add your sauce. But some people add too much or too little butter and milk. Some people don't give it a thorough enough stir. I think the last time, and I'm not lying, it was probably over 10 years ago. Uh, the last time I had it, I think it was too soupy. Yeah, you can. Oh, you can add oh, too much. Yeah, yeah you and it was sure just uh, like, and I'm, I'm mixing it. I'm waiting, waiting for it to thicken up. It was not thickening up. I remember as a friend, as a child, going to my friend Jeff Fleischer's house. Yeah, and uh, his mom Karen Fleischer, who I hope she's she was a fox. You loved her. Well, she was great. Yeah. She was great, but that woman could not make craft dinner. Oh, <laughs> I remember it was the first time as a child realizing that some moms just didn't get us. <laughs> <laughs> she put that bowl in front of me like, what is this? Oh, yeah. but you barely mixed in the cheese sauce. Wow. Oh, like it was uh, like you still had the powder. Yeah, there was like clumps of it. Oh. Still. Yeah. Oh God! You gotta, you gotta give a thorough right? stir. Oh yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. really wanted to see her work in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mix it up. If you're curious where Crash and Haley's pick came in, Saskatchewan came in dead last. Oh really? Oh sorry, Saskatchewan. <laughs> they appear to eat the least amount of craft dinner. With they just eat about two and a half boxes per month. Hmm. Oh, so that's that's crazy. If you want to know how much money is made just off of KD. Uh, these numbers mean that when you look at every Canadian household, we eat about three boxes a month on average. The average household spends $7.26 a month on KD. So take all the houses mm. in Canada, multiply that by 7.26, and that's how much money Kraft Dinner is making off us Canadians. That is a filthy amount of cash. Oh, yeah. Where are we uh, falling on the KD? We are third. We're third? We're third. Yeah, we came in third. Oh, some people fry their craft dinner. Interesting. Like you cook it and then throw it in the frying pan, give it a crispy layer. Maybe sprinkle some extra cheddar cheese on there. Mm. Oh, that would be good. Like Possible. crunchy, Katie? I like uh, I like a little crunch. Or throw it in a uh, an oven safe bowl. Throw some cheese and some uh, like breadcrumb on it oh, and, and broil it. Oh, there it is. That'd be oh good. There God. it is. Maybe I'll get back on this Katie bandwagon. Oh, oh a bowl of a bowl of mac and cheeses. Yeah. Throw some uh, thinly sliced green onions on there. Oh, oh that'd be so good. Mm. You know what? Though we don't have the weather for it yet. What? It's still too nice. Oh no, it's it's year round. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a fall, like a hot. It knows no seasons. Like traditional mac and cheese, like if you're doing like that fancy, you know, four cheese, you're baking your... Oh yeah, sorry, that's where my mind goes right away. But for Mm. craft dinner. Yeah, craft dinner. We've been burning the fireplace already. We have been, That'd be perfect. Fireplace is roaring, throw down a dirty bowl of craft dinner that's been broiled. It's delicious. Yeah, that would be really delicious. Mm. Um, Just to get, um, just to get some reassurance, where are we... With the white cheddar president's choice craft dinner. It's top tier. Thank you, Haley. Yeah. Top tier. I don't know if I've had it. Because I like love it. Oh, it's so I haven't had it in years, but I can see it. I can taste it. I think I like it better than regular KD. Is is it done by craft dinner? No, No. it's done PC. Oh, the PC one. Okay. It is technically KD. So good. But in that same vein, like we've actually, we're in Annie's house now. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. it's goddamn delicious. <laughs> yeah. Does Annie do a thicker noodle? Yeah, it's a. They do a shell. It's a. Oh, she does a shell. Oh, oh I like a 
Oh, me a she, shell. she does a white cheddar sauce as well. Mm. Like, is it I, is I it love good? my craft dinner, but it, yeah, it's better. It's incredible. Huh. Annie's gets great reviews. Yeah, yeah. My brothers rave over Annie's. They absolutely love it. So, at what point in your life do you jump back to craft dinner? Well, when, like, when, if when Rachel jumps, leaves them, yeah, yeah. If guess, jumps, yeah. But this is what the kids like now. Mm. They they like that Annie's life. Oh, you gave them the expensive lifestyle. Yeah, the, the expensive taste. Yeah. Man, I mean, I guess yeah. I won't can't live this Annie's life forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's inevitable. <laughs> Gonna have to start saving money at some point. <laughs> for those of you who love Tim Hortons donuts, I might have a new job for you guys. Are a you ready job? for this? Oh, yes. Okay. Now we've discussed ad nauseum the best donuts at Tim Hortons. Crash is famously known for his walnut crunch, <gasps> which no longer exists. Are they bringing it back? No, this oh. isn't about that. Oh. I know. I'm sorry. What'd you have yesterday? Oh. Tasty curler. I slapped Ginger's hand out of the box. I'm like, curler's mine. You guys are fighting over I'm a donuts. Curler man as well. You guys are fighting over donuts, which to me is the fanciest donut. It is. It's French. Did you really want it? I love a curler. I yes. know it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, wait a second. Let me just think for a second. You guys both after the show beeline for the box of donuts. That oh, yeah. The, the, the Arcalis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And both of you reached for the curler. Well, I opened the lid, so my hand had my my things and the <laughs> lid, yeah. and his, leaving the curler wide open. And his sneaky little hand yeah. went in there and snatched Ooh, it. Ooh, don't mind if I do. Maybe just one. So while Gingy was holding the lid to the box, you snuck her in. I did. The lone crueler. Wow. Yo, uh, who gets an assorted box with one crueler? I don't think you're ever getting more than one crueler. Because it's such a premium donut? I I don't think it's viewed that way. (laughs) And I think it should be. It should be. It's such a great donut. It's a different texture. It's like creamy almost. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love a crueler. Oh, Gingy, it was so good. So because (laughs) (laughs) Which one did you settle on? Yeah, which did you settle on? Just a Boston cream Which is a fine donut It's fine It's fine, Fine, yeah But it's no cruller I ate it in the office Oh, it was so fluffy It was like it was just made He Mm. talked about it Like he mentioned it three times to me After that throughout the day Yeah even last night watching TV, I'm yeah. like, oh, I remember that cruller. <laughs> he told me, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I do oh. remember that you had a cruller. Uh, well, if you've got strong opinions on which Tim Hortons donuts are the best, Time to Play has a new role that might be perfect for you. Now, Time to Play is a very popular online gambling site, and it's looking to fill a few roles of official donut taste testers. Mm. That's what they want to do. So they want you, of course, to become a confectionery connoisseur. In other words, you have to taste every single donut and Timbit sold at your local Timmy's rank them from best to worst four winners will receive a $50 gift card to Tim Hortons and a $500 cash reward once the reviews are completed and submitted I don't think they'll have a problem finding people to do this oh no gosh no now you do have to submit an application I don't really understand how you win though based on your based on what you if they like your review the thoroughness (laughs) of your ranking so, like, if you rank according to, like, what everybody else ranks, you win? Are you ranking, are we pitting Tim Hortons franchisees against each other, or are we just trying to find out the best Tim's product? It's the best Tim's donut. All right. Yeah. Yeah, the how you win is weird. Yeah, how you win is really, it's not really. I wonder if it's just, like, a random Oh, draw, maybe. Right? Make it fair for everyone. They just want the data. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They just want a whole bunch of people to try their donuts, and then they'll just draw your name. Okay, so, oh, if you get the job, you Uh automatically receive a $50 Tim card to buy your donuts. And then once the reviews have been submitted, yeah, $500 cash bonus. So you're right, it might just be a round. It's probably just a draw. Yeah, probably just a draw. But you get to have your data submitted and do it while eating delicious donuts. Mm -hmm. I've got the full list here of the donuts they want you to rank from best to worst. Yes. Some of them, uh, a blueberry donut? Oh, I didn't even know they had that. Have you ever seen a blueberry donut? No. Blueberry bagel, sure. Is that a seasonal boy? Maybe. I don't know. 
I don't know. I blue. I, I I don't know. Maybe it's not in this province. Hmm. Or maybe it is in this province and none of us just really look for it. Maybe. Also, the looking for the, the tidbits, like Marzi said. Yeah. They give you five, the five options. Birthday cake, chocolate glazed, honey dip, old-fashioned plain, sour cream glazed. What's your number one tidbit? Uh, mine's the uh, sour cream. Sour cream? I like the honey yeah. dip. Yeah, honey dip's good tidbit. I go honey dip. Sour cream's my second, and it's a close second. The sour cream, the consistency has curler consistency. It does. Mm-hmm. Right? It does. Oh, that glaze on there. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the honey dip or the chocolate glaze. Mm. That's pretty good. So. At least they didn't have choking dye on there. No, they didn't have the choking dyes. Yeah, they know. <laughs> so if you've been training for this job for years, well, now's your time to apply. You have until Halloween to mm-hmm. do so. All right, do you have a favorite band? Are you sitting at home right now thinking about them? Well, if you do, so does your favorite serial killer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Um, I have a list here of real life killers and what their favorite bands are. Ironically, the band The Killers did not make the cut. No oh. serial killer came forward. To They're say probably that okay with that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so let's get to it. Uh, number one, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm. His favorite band, Black Sabbath. Yeah. Oh. Huh. All right. Yeah. Uh, number two, John Wayne Gacy. Okay. His favorite band, Ario Speedwagon. Oh. oh. I know, was, that one was a little uh, weird. Yeah, yeah. He was also a pretty uh, pretty big into Neil Diamond. Weird. And Bob Dylan. Well, it does sound creepy. Like, if you put them all together and that's just on a playlist uh, yeah. in, like, the murder room. Ooh. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I can't fight this feeling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, please stop. Here comes Jimmy. It's a slow oh, cut. <laughs> uh, number three, Richard the Night Stalker Ramirez. ACDC, Judas Priest... And Sabbath. Mm. That's what you expect, right? The heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, the heavy yeah, metal. Yeah. Songs backwards inside yeah. the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The lyrics. Number four, Charles Manson enjoyed the Beatles. Oh. The Mamas and the Papas. What? Really? Oh. Neil Young. And he was also good friends with Beach Boy Dennis Wilson for a while. Oh, geez. But he was, uh, him and his crew were active in the 60s. Not a lot of heavy stuff. In the 60s. Oh, no, good point. All the leaves are brown, yeah, the yeah, yeah. leaves are brown, and the sky is gray. Actually, that's and even creepy. Yeah, it was that. Creepy. Uh, very creepy. Eileen Wuranos, her favorite band, 10,000 Maniacs. If you don't know who that is, um, Charlize Theron played her oh, in Monster. In Monster. Yeah, that's right. And number six, Son of Sam, David Berkowitz. His favorite band, Hall and Oates. Wow. Oh. Realistically, if you're about to be murdered and any of these songs come on, it's a bad time. Like I would, yeah. I would almost rather hear like the heavy death metal as opposed to because I, yeah. I, I feel like heavy death metal means it's going to be done quick. Yeah, the slower stuff means this they're, is going to be a bad one. <laughs> they're taking their time. Yeah, this or like is a passion project, yeah, yeah. right? Like She's I don't want to hear. Girl. No, I'm too proud. Could you like happier music and a kill scene? Yeah, never this makes it worse somehow. Never good. No, yeah. Hollow Notes is a weird one for mm-hmm. Son of Sam. No, so. thank you. There you go. Mm. So the other day, uh, I forgot all of my my uh, work stuff because I had it all out at home yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So you'll have to bear with me because I can't look back on past shows <laughs> right now. Gotta use the old memory. I gotta use the old memory, which she doesn't work well anymore. Mm. <sighs> Yeah. 
<laughs> the other day we were talking about that business on 124th Street that keeps having um, firefighters called on them because they're smoking meat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And we were talking a little bit about smoking meat. And uh, Chris shot us this text at 56789. says, guys, we were roasting a pig buried on coals for a party. Oh. And our fence started on fire. Oh, my God. The whole thing went up. It was still a great party, but our fence was fried. LOL. <laughs> Almost ruined the neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, yes. Oof. I've never seen like a like a pig in the ground. Yeah, I've never seen the pig in the charcoal. You've never done a pig roast like that? No. Oh. I've seen a pig like on the in the barrel, on the, the half cut uh, uh, barrel. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah, not in the ground. Huh. You guys are messing out. Do you throw the pig like skin on the coal or do you got to wrap it? I think they wrap it and stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they throw it just in the pit. Like just bare skin on the coal? a pig on a spit's just bare skin, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's not touching the coal. Yeah, I think they might wrap it in like leaves or something. Leaves? Depends on where you're at. Like banana so. leaves? Yeah. <laughs> you know, our, we're famous for bananas here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've only ever seen a pig roast on TV. What? Oh, you've never seen one in person? Why would I do a pig roast? Well, sometimes you just show up at a, a party. Yeah. There's an a- event, and you're like, oh, there's a pig on a spit. Yeah, we've got uh, family friends of ours to do a pig roast every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is good. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a pig wanders into your yard. Teach it a lesson. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I've never... Uh... Got your spit ready? <laughs> <laughs> you're a rich girl. <laughs> Oh man Uh, Well what I do want to talk about Is the fact that I'm sure the pig was delicious They seemed to have a really good time But uh, they did light their fence on fire So I want to know from you guys this morning 780-489-4669 Text us if you like as well At 56789 it's still 20, 21, 22, 23 degrees here in the city. Toasty warm. You guys are still out barbecuing. You haven't moved your barbecues into your living room yet. Mm-hmm. So the Please good- don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you some people do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it has happened. So I want to know from you guys, um, your fire dangers with your grilling, your smoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, your pig pit burning. You gotta watch. If you haven't used your barbecue in quite some time, you gotta watch because sometimes birds will make a nest in there. What? Oh my God. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. There'll be a nest in there. And if you're preheating your barbecue without checking, like that goes up in flames. Mm-hmm. Now you got roasted bird. Oh, free appetizer. <laughs> Little nibbles. Mm. <laughs> now I want to see too, if there is anybody listening who knows someone who has barbecued inside. Oh. Mm. Inside the house. You thought it was a great idea. The biggest fire hazard of them all. Yeah, I would say so. If you were near like a window or like your patio door, mm. I feel I feel like you could you, No. Never? No. Ever? No, cuz what if you get the flare up? They, it's hit, it's flare hitting up. your ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. By a window. Well, just because, you know, <laughs> then it's got some room to breathe. It Thanks sounds so. like you've done this, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I feel like you could get away with it if you were careful. Yeah. It was raining. Yeah. It was a bad time of year. Because <laughs> my dad used to pull the barbecue into the garage. Like like you said, like if it was started to pour rain. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah. he would do it. Yeah. Which, the garage. You're not supposed to do it in your garage to, either. But I, I, I somewhat get it because if there is a fire, you could shove it out on the driveway quickly. But I mean, did he have a window? Because even outside. Well, the whole door of, was open. Even outside of like fire, like it's still a smoke damage is still very much a thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He would kind of pull it in so like it was like right on, like it's covered. Under the eve. Oh, really? Covered just pouring yeah, rain. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, you're not supposed to do that. Like his car was parked right there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. There's Jerry's Jerry in the car. Jerry's cans everywhere. A couple paint cans, mm-hmm. thinner. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I want to know about your snafus with your grills, with your smokers. Did you light your fence on fire, your house on fire? Did you decide to bring your barbecue into your kitchen? How'd that go for you? Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Um, we are talking about your grilling or your smoking snafus. Yeah. A lot of fireballs, a lot of siding lit on fire. I've never done any uh, smoking of meat. Uh, can a smoker catch fire? I would think. Especially because I feel like they're unattended for long periods of time. Yeah, you just run them for like, what, 8 to 12 yeah. hours? You just head back inside. Exactly. Go head, into, head into town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's still heat with flammable stuff. Yeah, so. uh, yeah I guess something's burning. In right? There. Yeah, yeah. Man. Uh, I want to start with uh, uh, Christian. How are you doing, Christian? Good morning. I'm doing great. Excellent. Um, you don't do this, but you witnessed the, the dumbest thing ever, right? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. I, I was living in an apartment in Castle Downs, and I went out onto the balcony to have a cigarette when you could still smoke on a balcony. Yeah. And and I, I smelled barbecue, and I'm like, oh, who's barbecuing? It's 30 below. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I looked down. And my neighbor below me had his hibachi inside his apartment. No! And he just just had the door open a little bit. Oh, God. We were just joking about this. I've seen a whole ton of texts come in about hibachis. Like those little... You're like, what? It's just it's convenient apartment size. Yeah, someone texted (laughs) and said they had it on their counter. Oh, my God. And, and, And then he was complaining that he couldn't close his patio door in the cold weather because, of course, the hibachi melted the vinyl on the plastic door and he couldn't... It just messed up his door so oh no oh his door's stuck open now yeah you can't bring a hibachi yeah. inside and that's a little unnerving that he has this open barbecue in yeah. the apartment below you exactly yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I tried i tried yelling at him but he was one of those guys that you just can't talk to no no yeah, yeah you just cross your fingers hope for the best or just leave and exactly bring yeah. what's important yeah. with you yeah round up your important it did, belongings it go out for good. the day well, I bet it smelled bet. good. <laughs> uh, the sweet smell of steaks with smoked vinyl. Mm, Delicious. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Okay, thanks, Christian. Thanks, Christian. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, Have bye-bye. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Yeah, you can't bring your little hibachis. No. Inside, your little grills. But like, uh, I know you're not supposed to. What if... You put it on your cooktop, like your stove in your okay. in your kitchen, and you had your uh, fan running. You run the exhaust fan. Yeah, I mean, because well, just, I mean, it, yeah. the hibachi does put off a little flame. People have uh, gas stoves; they put off the flame. Aren't you just? That's true. Aren't you just safer with a George Foreman? Well, definitely, but because there's no flame. But it's but not quite you, the same. Yeah, you I want think that flame broiled stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Foreman's a grill in name only. Yeah. yeah. That's what that hood fan's for. Put it to work. Okay, uh, now, family, do not listen to Crash. I repeat. Yeah, do not, not do that. Dude. Do not do that. Firefighters right now are just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> our neighbors over at our house punching at your truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smashing our hibachi outside. <laughs> they will never use this inside. Uh, Grace, how are you doing today? Hey, Grace. Good morning. I'm so excited to talk to you right now. Oh, we are excited to hear your story. Um, what uh, what happened with your barbecue tank? Oh my gosh. So I have a horrible habit. You know, when you're burning off all the stuff after you've barbecued and you put it on high. Yeah. Well, I have to set a timer now. I once bought a whole new propane tank and I'm living over in Boardwalk Center. And thank goodness they have these big, big cement and brick balconies because yeah. I turn it up to max and they leave it on almost all night i wake up in the middle of the night it's like two in the morning i'm like oh my god oh i my left god. it on high oh my god outside and it's all just like 
flames just like huge what? everywhere. It was on like fire? it burned up. <laughs> well, this is the thing. That fire alarm in that building goes off all the time, just randomly. So if I actually lit the building on fire, no one would have left. Oh my! Everybody would have died. Oh jeez! <laughs> oh, did so, you? Thank God, nothing happened. Did you like turn the tank off? Like everything, everything had to yes. have been just burning hot. Yes, yes. I ripped open the doors. I turned the tank off, like shut off the thing. And it had pretty much, uh, like when I shook it, it was almost out anyways. I burnt the whole tank <laughs> up. But now I really, really make sure that I set a timer and it's only for five or ten minutes. And even then, I've still burnt off a whole nother one. But at least it's outside now. I'm not in the balcony. <laughs> I just can't learn. No. Holy oh, cow. no. That's should, insane. Maybe you should almost uh, do the burn off the next time you do a barbecue set set aside like 20 minutes before you do the barbecue that would mean i need to plan ahead my brain doesn't work that way gotcha gotcha (laughs) yeah yeah is all the paint gone off the barbecue um actually i think it was and i think like the metal that was already kind of rusting away i think it degraded it more i ended up getting a new barbecue here so yeah it was probably my fault yeah you put the barbecue on his last legs immediately yeah yeah (laughs) what a story okay thanks grace thanks have a good one yeah you too bye-bye yeah do yeah do not leave that run for a long 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 time her saving grace is the fact that her balcony's cement. Yep. Oh, that would have been Like, bad. if that was wood mm-hmm. or... Yeah. Vi- like, the, the place would have been... It'd have been done. Gone. Yeah. That apartment living... You've never. I was. A, I've never owned a worse barbecue in my life than when I was in an apartment. Exactly. Me it's, too. Just, it's just basically too. a glorified like tiger torch. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> that's when I bought my very first barbecue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bought mine with Canadian Tire money. Yeah. Nice. I bought like a what is it, Master Chef. And it, it looked like a, just a junky, paper-thin metal barbecue. Mm-hmm. It was all rickety. I'm like, I, I'm adulting. I got a barbecue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a like, fire hazard waiting to happen. Mine was like eighth hand. Oh. The hose from the tank to the grill had like, like little cuts in it. So if it was bent, some <laughs> gas to get out. Like little... Yeah. Like, tape that back. A little electrical yeah. tape. Yeah. That'll fix it. Problem solved. I bought my first barbecue from a garage sale on a Hastings Street in Vancouver. See. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't used for barbecuing prior to me getting right. here, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy cooking something. <laughs> uh, Don, hello. Morning, Crash. Morning, Mars. Hey, um, you uh, you almost burnt something down, right? Yeah, I got gifted a goose from my I guess my grandmother-in-law. Sure. Um, and I had no idea how oily they were, so I thought they were oily, so I put. Uh, some pans underneath to collect the oil when it was being roasted, and I had it on a spit. Yeah. And um, so I was doing other stuff and getting everything ready. Uh, unbeknownst to me, the oil from the goose filled up both the pans <gasps> and then spilled over onto the coals and lit on fire. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. That's how much oil is in a, a bird like that? I did not think that was possible. <laughs> Jeez. My wife came home and she saw flames shooting out of both sides of the barbecue, and we were only inches from the fence. So. Oh, <laughs> no. Cow. Yeah, a whole pan of grease just going up in flames. You're like, what the? <laughs> there was there was no wings and no legs on the coast. It just or burnt it off? Almost cremated it totally. Oh, my Holy God. Holy cow, that's crazy. Was that the last time you ever cooked that goose? 
<laughs> never, never, never again, no. never again. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, thanks, Don. Thanks, Don. <laughs> thanks, Chris. Thanks, Lars. Love your show. Oh, thanks, buddy. Call anytime. Take care. You too. Bye bye. It is wild. Uh, like a lot of peeps have barbecues, mm-hmm. and yeah. a lot of peeps don't do barbecue maintenance. No. Um, how often they just catch fire? Oh yeah. <laughs> Like oh, a, yeah. And, like, a, you'd think, like, a, yeah, I've lost a couple skewers of asparagus in the bottom. Sure. Why don't they just, like, dry out and they're done? Why just, do they catch fire, just, like, third burn later? Just burn up and yeah. disappear. Get it done. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, guys, one time it was raining. I decided to barbecue inside our gazebo, knowing <laughs> that my garage wasn't safe enough. Mm-hmm. I forgot to shut the barbecue off <gasps> when I was finished. Oh, Went in, had some dinner. About an hour later... Looked outside, gazebo was on fire. Oh, oh, no. It burnt to the ground. Oh. I like how you knew that the garage, because you knew yourself, like, I'm probably going to burn something down. <laughs> it's best for best the, gazebo the gazebo to burn. <laughs> and then this text here says, barbecue maintenance? Ha, 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 ha. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a thing. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I even have all the cleaners. I have scrubbers. Mm. I mean to do it every year, and I never do. No. It's weird the care I put into keeping, like, the grill decent. Like, yeah. the actual grill itself. The grill, yeah, yeah. But what's underneath, I could care less. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> underneath, the lid, the uh-huh. sides. There's barbecue sauce all over the side tray. I'm like, damn, I should really clean this. Yeah. <laughs> Burn it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what's causing these fires. I leave the cover off. I'm like, the rain will get it. Yes. And then we never get rain. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's do uh, Morgan. Hello. Hey, how you guys doing this morning? Yeah, good. Uh, you were uh, dabbling in some sweet barbecuing, uh, but you almost blew the thing up. Yeah, it was uh, the uh, graduation fundraiser at uh, my school. Yeah. And for some reason, they uh, assigned me a barbecue that would not light for oh, any reason. Of you know? course. Of course. And so I'm sitting there, and the gas has been going for like five minutes. And uh, I'm just like, nope, I've had enough of this. Uh, kind of knew what to do, just close the lid. And uh, you know that little air hole at the bottom that... Uh, Where you put you the know, lighter in? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I did that, but because the whole thing was, you know, completely filled with uh, gas. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Like did it blow bomb. the lid off? Um, it definitely raised the lid uh, a fair amount. <laughs> and every little hole in the side of the barbecue just, like, flames are flying out of it. <laughs> Pretty much. It was awesome. Oh, my God. And, and so, of course, everybody's looking over like, what just happened? I just opened the lid, threw some stuff on, just like nothing was ever going on, you know. Right? Yeah, you're like, no bigs, no bigs. Holy. Yeah, I did this before. It's good. Yeah. Wow, wow. Now, every time you uh, light a barbecue, do you make sure the lid's open? Um, I'm a, no. a lot more cautious. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. That's great. Yeah, thanks, we, we all do dumb, stupid things when we're teenagers. Oh, you know? yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're more wise to things now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. Okay, thanks, Morgan. Yeah, talk to you guys later. Bye. You bet. Bye-bye. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah sometimes we leave it on uh, a little too long. And you're like, you're like, eh, well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, This text here says, hey, guys, my best friend almost burned her house down multiple times. Most memorable was she fell asleep with boiling water on the stove. Oh, God. She woke up to the fire alarm and the kettle melted. Yeah, you got to crash ones when he was a younger fella. 
Good old deep fryer. He fell asleep with a deep fryer running. Oh, that was bar. a that was a burnt basket of fries. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you woke up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had it on the stove with the uh, the vent running. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't smoke me out, but I woke up and I'm like, <gasps> oh no! And then I ran over the the deep fryer was garbage. It wow. just it was yeah. borderline melting. <laughs> and I pulled the basket out and it was just a solid black brick of French you fries. You are so lucky. Yeah. Honestly, the more stories you tell, the more amazed I am that you've made it this far. I <laughs> know. I am shocked. <laughs> Realistically, you shouldn't be here. Yeah, 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 right? <laughs> uh, Julia, how you doing? I'm good today, thanks. Excellent. Um, you're, uh, you didn't do this. Your grandpa? Oh, God, what did he do to a barbecue? Uh, so we were teenagers, and my grandfather was cooking dinner for us, barbecuing, and he had a hard time lighting the self-ignite, and the propane was, you know, everywhere. You could smell it. And <laughs> my brother at the time was like, Papa, I think you should just, like, turn off the barbecue and just let the propane dissipate for a while. Oh. And my grandfather, being my grandfather, was like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, you don't so tell Gramps what to down. do. Yeah, no, 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 you don't. He sat down on the grill itself, threw a match down, and, like, exploded in fire. So the oh, whole my gosh. Roll, <laughs> like a fireball really would go work. up. Uh, oh, it did. An absolute fireball engulfed my grandfather. And he was fine. He just stopped, dropped, and rolled. Had some singed pants, what? and that was the, the so, extent of it. So. so he literally lit himself on fire, rolled around a bit, and he's yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. Just to prove a point to my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Gramps did not again. expect. He was my favorite grandfather, if you get my idea. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> totally do. Okay, oh, thanks grandpa. so much for sharing that. Take care. Bye-bye. I love how she said Grandpa had to do the classic stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, there like, we go. Oh, oh, yeah. she liked that one, Grandpa's Grandpa. skull is all yeah. burnt yeah. off. Oh, <laughs> man. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Someone put together some tales of people passing gas in Hollywood, mm-hmm. both on screen and behind the scenes. Um, so I've got a list here of... Fart tales for oh, you guys okay. this morning. Oh, yeah. um, number one, during the making of the Titanic, Leonardo DiCaprio would fart in his coat and then sweep it across Kate Winslet's face. Oh, gross. <laughs> so super gross. Oh, Real farts. Oh. That's super gross. Ginger would take those. Yeah, he would. He would. The lineup in the movie The Usual Suspects was supposed to be very serious, but apparently Benicio Del Toro kept ripping them in between takes, which made everybody laugh. Mm -hmm. That carried into the scene And if you see them laughing It's because Benicio Del Toro Is blowing his butt out They they literally came off A fresh fart They came off a fresh fart Yeah Uh, that's right During the filming Of The Da Vinci Code Tom Hanks Was letting them go As Paul Bettany Was beating him up He said he had bad gas That day When he threw his body around That would be hilarious Like you're trying to film Something serious And people are cutting farts You're just like Oh my god <laughs> Would that be tough on the set, Mars? You've you've done it. I've done it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When I'm, someone's like at a dramatic scene like that. Yeah. You're trying to find the character. Yeah. Trying to find your motivation. When you were in Dark Angel, anyone cutting farts? No, I didn't. I didn't see any farts. I mean, I'm sure there were. There was that was a big casting crew mm-hmm. in the scenes that I was in. So I'm sure people were letting them rip. Were you so nervous? Did you cut farts? Uh, no, I did not cut any. Because that could be a thing, right? Nerves. S- sealed those up. Put a cork in before I went. <laughs> 
They don't call them corks anymore, but people do wear them. Um, uh, here's the usual suspects, gang, cutting it up. Yeah, see how they're all laughing? Yeah. That's, that's fresh off Benicio's a fart. Benicio's butt. Yeah, it's fresh off a fart. That's yeah. right. For those of you who watched the classic movie Rain Man, Dustin Hoffman's fart in the phone booth was improvised. Oh, yes. That was not in the script. He was yeah. letting them rip in that phone booth. <laughs> uh, apparently, Kirsten Dunst, when she was just a kid, she was in a movie called Interview with the Vampire. Apparently, Brad Pitt would soothe her nerves by telling fart jokes and farting near her. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this little girl. That is great. Kids love farts, Kids though, right? Kids love farts. Eat them up. And then this one is my personal favorite. Um, the production on The Princess Bride, you guys remember that movie, mm-hmm. came to a halt when Andre the Giant dropped a 16-second long fart. <laughs> 16 seconds? <laughs> yeah. That's talent. Big farts. Yeah. 16 seconds, he let one go. Wow. Apparently, production was brought to a halt. I <laughs> bet. I would die. That's like uh, years ago when you cut one in the studio here. It was that tough to carry on, true. but we, we were able. I did not. Yeah, we were all professional, professional about broadcasters. it. Professional broadcasters. Mars cut the loudest, I sharpest one. I did not. My and chair she squeaks. just acted like nothing happened. That is not. Oh, my God. That is not true. True professional. It squeaked because it couldn't hold that fright you were pushing into it. No, that is not true. My, that, my, I got a weird chair. It was whistling. No, it wasn't crash. Is it? You know when you a like weird a weird chair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know those uh, like kettles that you can uh, put on the stove and then it whistles when it's ready. That was Mars's ass. That is not true. That these guys are telling lies. No. We Gingy went back and pulled the audio. I moved in my chair weird, and it and it mm-hmm. made a creak. Mm-hmm. And you guys thought it was my butt. Even Haley doesn't believe that. Yeah, Haley's I, happy. She's behind glass over there. Yeah, I can just pod my mic down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haley, Haley cuts her farts in there, and no one knows. <laughs> she doesn't have to smell Mars's farts. Oh, I thought that is. Oh my God, Crash, that is not true. <laughs> Changed everything. I've never looked at you the same. <laughs> I used to hold you up here. (laughs) (laughs) That is not true. All right, if you guys are over the age of 65, um, this story is for you. Usually when people talk about gamers, they're not talking about seniors or people over the age of 65. Because when they were 14 years old, Pong hadn't even been invented yet. But get this, there's a rise of senior citizen gamers. Mm -hmm. And they are taking over people at fandomspot.com talked to senior citizen gamers and found that the elderly average age of a gamer is 65 years old and they're blowing over 500 dollars on gaming stuff wow at least once a year Hmm. consoles games the big thing that they're buying, accessories like headsets, gaming chairs, and custom controllers. Wow, you're up there in age, too. You need those ergonomic chairs. <laughs> yeah, you do. Well, yeah. 76% of old school gamers say that they like it because it keeps their brains stimulated. 71% said it helps them bond with their friends and family. Mm-hmm. And 55% of people over the age of 65 who are gaming say it's a boost for their mental health. They also say it relieves loneliness because you're chatting with other people and boredom. I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shoot us a text right now, 56789. Are you older and like a hardcore gamer? Yeah. 
You don't have to be 65 and older. And if you are, very cool. Sure, yeah. Or maybe you have a parent or a grandparent who is a hardcore gamer. Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine my parents gaming? That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Your dad goes to the basement and he just fires up the game. He's like, yeah. <laughs> that would be wild. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the number one game for elderly gamers is Candy Crush. But stick with me because it gets more interesting. Um, oh, by the way, number two, Animal Crossing. Oh, damn. Whatever. Uh, Haley and I love our Animal Crossing. You haven't updated yours in a bit. I haven't. I haven't touched it for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madden 2022 mm-hmm. is on that list. Yeah. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Mario Party Superstars is what the seniors are playing. Overcooked 2. Mario Kart 8. Monopoly Plus and Tetris. Huh. I, I I get it. It keeps that brain stimulated. Uh, like when I'm uh, mastering Tetris and stuff. Like right, yeah, you master Tetris. And Mario Kart. Like yeah. uh, my brain is firing on all cylinders. I, I, I guess it is, yeah. Uh, uh, and also, by the way, more and more people over the age of 65 are playing Grand Theft Auto as well. Mm-hmm. And in their games, all the cars are Buicks. <laughs> uh, no, I just had to throw that in there. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, I want... Uh, I, I don't know what my deal is. Like, uh, Grand Theft Auto and stuff, I totally would play. I just, I need to change my mindset yeah, around it. I know you Where do. it's actually valuable time to take a break and play that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to jump to Sarah here. Sarah, how are you doing? Hi, great. Hi. How are you guys? Ah, doing fantastic. We're good. Um, who's the gamer in your household? You or your hubby? My hubby. He's He'll be 70 this year. And wow. he went... A friend of his actually brought over uh, Grand Theft Auto to play one day. Yeah. And he got addicted. <laughs> no way. Oh, I love that. Way. No, I don't. I can't <laughs> get his butt off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> He's already worn out a section of that couch. He can't get anything done. <laughs> Part of our couch now has a dent in it from him and his friends playing the game all the time. Every weekend they go like for about eight hours Saturday and Really? Sunday. Holy crap. Oh. I opened him a beer last Sunday and he was like, honey, pick me up my Heineken. I brought him a beer. He didn't even touch it. He was so enthralled with the game. (laughs) I mean, GTA is a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, But wow. uh, Did he try getting you to play it too, or...? He tried, but I can't sit still. <laughs> no, you need to stay busy, get, like physically get up and get busy. Going. Yeah, yeah. And now he wants to get the virtual reality games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and man. I don't want him to. Our house isn't big enough, and I can't afford new furniture and stuff. That if he's going to break it playing those games. <laughs> yeah. If he look, what is that called? The Oculus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll have to like yeah. move your furniture and. Yeah, you'll have to make a safe space for him. That's for sure if he I'll gets move, that. I'll move him out to the garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. That's a good idea. Your your husband will create like a VR park in the garage. It'll be wild. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's great. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Have a good day, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. 70 years old and discovered Grand Theft Auto and loves it. Oh that God. is awesome. I mean, GTA is fun. Yeah. I love though that he's like, get me my beer. I wonder if that'll be me. Because right now I'm... I, I feel like I, it's a waste of time to play video games. Uh, but maybe when I hit 70, I'll be like, you know what? Hey, look at this. Video games are fun. Yeah. Yeah. If you game now at yeah. like 30, how old are you? 38. 38 years old. If you start gaming now and you like it, you'd probably game into your 70s. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. This text here says, guys, I've always been a gamer. I'm a 39-year-old mom, and I imagine my husband and I will be gaming until the day we die. Mm-hmm. We're going to be that 70-year-old gamer. 
I yeah. love that. Uh, uh, like Sarah's husband, like fully committed, got all the got all the equipment, got the dent in the couch. Yeah, got it <laughs> got all. The buddies over and they all play. That is awesome. Uh, this text here says, "Hey guys, um, my father-in-law is sixty-six years old and he's a huge gamer. Mm-hmm. He plays Forza, and he's pulled all nighters playing. We have to tell him to go to bed. And he, he's That's how old." 66. That's from Tiffany on the north side. And he's pulling all-nighters? He's pulling all-nighters. Is he doing piss bottles, too? I don't know. Forza <laughs> Motorsports. You're like, is what... this is where I draw the yeah. line. Do not fill <laughs> these <laughs> bottles. Please go to the bathroom. <laughs> Hit pause and go to the bathroom. Right? Yeah. Maybe your dad would get into this, Mars. My dad would probably like Grand Theft Auto. You should buy him a system. Like that, I... Plug it into the TV in the basement and just let him go at it. Yeah, he unplugged the soundbar the other day, though, and he's now he's all confused, so I don't know Oh, if... okay. Well, maybe you just, like, plug everything in and, like, glue the cables all together so he can't unplug yeah. anything. This text here says, good morning, I'm in my mid-50s and my husband is 61. Mm-hmm. We both game. We used to play um, online and multiplayer games called Guild Wars until we bought virtual reality sets. Now we play VR all the time. My favorite is Arizona Sunshine. The VR has a lot of great workout games as well. That's from Jen in Newton. Huh. Huh. Wow. That's really cool. I, I love this. Me uh, too. Doug, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. How are you? Doing Hi. pretty good. Um, uh, your parents are gamers? <laughs> oh, my God. They are so hilarious. So back when I was younger, yeah. they used to fight. Like, I'd go to bed and they'd play Duck Hunt. Oh, okay, okay sure. Right. Yeah. Right? And now they're 74 and 72, and they play golf on the Nintendo all the time. Like, every night, like four or five games a night. Are they playing, they are, like, the like just on a controller or, uh, like, the wireless controller and, like, doing the full swing standing up in the living room? Yeah, like, is it on the Switch? Uh, no, it's on the Wii. Oh, they, they're still so playing a Wii. Wow. Yeah, so they actually... Uh, they used to stand up. Now they're getting older, so now they just flick their wrists. <laughs> well, at least they're still yeah. playing it. Oh, that's cool. And they do it every night, and they fight like kids. Like, oh, you're cheating, and it's hilarious. Oh, oh I love that. Oh, are, that's you, really neat. Do you play video games? Uh, once in a while with my son, but not too often. Yeah, yeah okay. your parents are playing way more video games than you. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's great. Okay, thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. You betcha. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. too. Bye-bye. And they're keeping it classic with the Wii. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. I don't even know where our Wii ended up. Who knows? (laughs) Um, Alicia, hello. Hi. Hey. uh, Your mom was a big gamer, right? Oh, yeah. Um, She used to wait until we went to bed, (laughs) and then she would set up. We had a PS2, and she would play the Spyro trilogy with her kind of go-to game oh and she would play spyro all the time and she would actually beat the levels and then when we would play spyro and we'd get stuck we'd be like mom come help me <laughs> and she would come and beat the level for us she's like oh guys i, I can't believe you don't understand that she's like yeah done here you go basically and then when they released the spyro trilogy again with like the better graphics oh the reignited yeah when they released that she got so excited that she went out and bought a PS4 and bought the new version of it just so she could play it. Yes. No way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you want to say how old she was? Um. Well, right now she's 45. Okay, she's 45. She's 45. 45 and just loving video games. That's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Did you dabble in the video games? 
Oh yeah, I'm a big gamer too. Oh, sweet. Okay, so yeah, you you go over to her place and then you're just both gaming. Yeah, and then I game at home too. Oh yeah. Me and my boyfriend game together all the time. I know. Me and Mars wow. try, but she yells at me. Well, Crash doesn't know how, and he <laughs> drags my score down. So drags the score. Yeah, down. he's got to go. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I love it, kid. Thanks, Alicia. Thanks, Alicia. <laughs> no problem. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool because she'll game forever, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Haley, your parents gamers or what? <laughs> They're trying. Okay. Um, my parents like to come over and we play uh, games on our Switch with them. Yeah. And it's hilarious because they just, they grew up playing like PlayStation. So they've never had an, we were never a Nintendo house. Oh, okay. So Hayden and I are just kicking their asses yeah, yeah, at yeah. Mario Kart. And my dad's like, I need to buy a Switch so that I can learn how to play so I don't come in last every time. Well, yeah. And the Switch <laughs> controller, like so tiny. They're so tiny. And my dad's 6'5". So oh, yeah. it looks like he's holding a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> These big mitts on his tiny controller. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, oh That's very cool. And look at all the people who are texting and says my parents have a Wii as well. Yep. They're 75 and 73. They play it all the time. The Wii was fun back in the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess if, uh, if, yeah. if we busted it out, it's probably still fun. Mm-hmm. John from the Duke says, I'm 53. I've played games my whole life. I can still kick my 17-year-old son's ass in shooter and fighter games. My reflexes are above par for my age. Nice. Good for you. What is this? Uh, my husband and I my husband and I have a 245-inch TV set up in front of our reclining bed in our bedroom <laughs> with two Xboxes and we play a game with uh, a game online. With a game online with each other. That's cool. Wait a, a second. 200, so you, you have a projector. <laughs> well, how big is a 245-inch TV? Like the wall. It's, Whoa. And projectors have come a long way oh, you could to split? projecting a crystal clear. Yeah, and then you split screen it. Oh, oh my oh, God. Oh, my gosh. That'd be cool, because then Hayden could play like his GTA games, and I could Animal Cross. Yeah, and it's like the screen's oh, bigger than you. Cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mars, we're updating. <laughs> <laughs> giant TV like that. Everyone needs a TV wall. In front of our reclining bed. So they've got the numbered bed. Yeah, the numbered bed. They can go up and down. That is great. With two Xboxes. Oh, and cool. then when you just get tired, you just pass out and you're in bed already. <laughs> Perfect. That's how I fall asleep anyways. Exactly. That is Oh, cool. no. Someone said it's... The, no, they, they texted back. They missed their text. What? Two TVs at 42 inches each. Ah, gotcha. Oh, so they can each oh, game on a TV. Oh, you got on there. That's oh, still right. pretty okay. cool. Still awesome. Not as cool, though. Yeah, still awesome. <laughs> still awesome. I got excited with a big projector. Yeah, still awesome. This is an interesting story. I mean, some of us have fur babies, and uh, some of us have actual kids. Your average American, they do say American in this, but family typically has about two kids. But as we know, celebrities are not average. So someone put together a list of the celebrities that you might not have realized have well above the average number of children. Mm. And some of these might surprise you, actually. You might Mm. not know that these guys have these many kids. Uh, Number one, Alec Baldwin and his wife, Hilaria. They range in age from 13 months to eight years. Wow. Alec Baldwin also has a 26-year-old daughter with his ex-wife, Kim Basinger. I feel like uh, like that amount of kids hasn't... Uh Hasn't been popular, hasn't happened since like our grandparents. That was oh. just a grandparent thing, right? 
Like my grandma had, I think, 13 kids. Oh yeah, my, my parents came from big families. Yeah. Not that big, but big. Well, it was yeah. a numbers game because they were working the land. They all weren't going to make it. Yeah. yeah. Many hands make light work. Right. See, but my parents grew up in Toronto. Not a lot of work and land. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a little weird when they're all in a small wartime house or apartment. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. no need for that. But mm-hmm. it happened. Uh, number two, Elon Musk. Yeah, he's got a lot of kids. He Does fa- he really? He fathered eight children, <gasps> but one has passed away. They range from four months to 18 years old. Uh, Kevin Costner. Oh. Really? Postman himself. Kevin Costner has seven kids. Oh, my his, goodness. His youngest is 11. His oldest is 38. Wow. Um, famously, Eddie Murphy. Yep. He's, yeah. He's got a crazy amount. I've got him on my list, yep. too. Uh, Kevin Costner's first three were, th- were with his ex-wife. Then he later had one with a girlfriend and then three more with his current wife. Mm-hmm. So what happens? You remarry. Yeah. And that person you remarry wants kids. Yeah. You're like, well, what's four more? Mm-hmm. Well, what are you going to say? No, thank you. I only like my first two. No. That was <laughs> right. sort of me and my first wife's thing. Yeah. 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 Start something new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clint Eastwood. He has eight kids. The youngest is 25. The oldest is 68. Oh, my God. <laughs> Clint Eastwood's oldest child is 68. Jeez. He was first born in 1954 and was put up for adoption, but they connected later in life. Mm-hmm. The 68-year-old. Mick Jagger. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say he's got, he's probably nine kids. He's got eight kids from different women. His youngest kid is five. Mm -hmm. His oldest child is 51. (laughs) Jagger's got a (laughs) five-year-old? What? Wow. (laughs) 78? What what an age gap. (laughs) What an age gap. Like the 51-year-old will never know the five-year-old really, right? I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. Basically, that kid's grandpa. Yeah. 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 Once you get, uh, because that 55-year-old had a pretty sweet payday coming. Oh, yeah. And, and then, now it's and chipped dad away. And keeps having kids? Yeah. Stop! Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Dad! <laughs> 73 when he had that child. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Good on him. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson. Oh, old Mel. Uh, six? He has nine kids. Oh. Kids, rather. Yeah. His youngest is five. His eldest is 42. Oh, <laughs> my God. A biblical amount. Could you imagine? No. His first seven, by the way, of Mel Gibson's were with his first wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Murphy, Crash yeah. mentioned earlier, is on this list. He's got ten kids. Yeah. Okay. All right. Got a lot of love to give. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Madonna made this list as well. Uh, her age gap, though, not quite as shocking as some of the other ones. How many kids does Madonna have? Uh, Madonna has six. But she's really? adopted a lot of them. Yeah, four oh, are right, adopted. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. um, the youngest is nine. The oldest is 25. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. How many kids does the uh, Jolie Pitt clan have? Uh, Brad and Jolie have six kids. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 13 to 20 years old. Three were adopted. Three are biological. Mm-hmm. Man. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids. Ginger, you're falling behind. Yeah, catch up on Bodhi Brad. <laughs> I didn't realize they were that high. We haven't talked. <laughs> Would it be tough for you, being a dad, yeah. um, to move on to another relationship and have babies again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would be, hey. I would be crushed. <laughs> would you? Please don't want more kids. 
<laughs> but what if they? What if she's like, oh my god, it's my dream come true to have yeah. babies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you want to, and that's I want uh, a ginger baby. Yeah, that's uh, that's you know, that's what's happening here. That's what it is. People want to have ginger snack. Yeah, so it's within them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess sure. I feel like that's sure. Be- <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my dad. <laughs> that yeah whatever <laughs> it'd just be it'd be i don't know does i feel like it i feel like it'd be cheating on my original kids a little bit hey but it's, it's super common it happens all the time there's oh, all yeah, sorts yeah, of yeah. families it doesn't yeah. have to be weird but in my head maybe because it doesn't feel like yeah. a, 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 an actuality thing but it feels like yeah it'd be yeah and i bet you your first batch of kids will get a little cheesed that a new batch is coming in because like you said now it's chipping away at the well, your, I don't think they're worried about your money the old gingy fortune oh <laughs> uh, but yeah i wonder how i wonder if they're upset by it when uh-huh it is, it is typically the dads that are having the extra kids well yeah because mom's, mom's age out of it mom's age out of it yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah dudes can just keep making which it is wild right yeah it's crazy yeah, that women biologically stop, stop, but men never biologically stop. Yeah. Well, you, I guess you you could. Well, you're in your 80s, and it's like, here we go. You know, if you, you have could. like erectile dysfunction or anything else going on there that's weird. Well, yeah. you can make, you get pills for that. Yeah. You can. Get things working. Technically, you're still producing all those swimmers until you die. Right? They just kind of get a little borked near the end. Yeah, like why don't ours get all like old and gross? Like, why are they still able to work? Because you don't have a finite amount like yeah. we do. Mm. We just keep making them. Yeah. yeah. Keep we, it fresh. We are keep born the, with the ones that we have. We keep the shelves stocked. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> wow, I understand, hey. like, if I if you have a baby with Mick Jagger, mm-hmm. let's say, I mean, obviously, Mick Jagger's a lot older. He's going to die. Mm. Yeah. When he dies and you're, like, now 30 with, yeah. a, with a three-year-old, you're not too worried because it's Mick Jagger. You got Mick Jagger money. Yeah. yeah. But if you're, like, a regular person like the rest of us... Oh yeah, and you have a baby with a seventy-year-old man, and now here you are, thirty-one years old, and yeah. he's gone. You but he he's didn't leave you insurance. a fortune. Yeah, yeah. I, I, outside of people with fortunes, I don't think that's happening very often. Seventy <laughs> <Okay. laughs> and thirty-year-olds having children together? No. Yeah, I don't think that's a regular. Usually, there's, thing. A, usually there's a vast amount of money involved. <laughs> yeah, Let's you, find out. You need the money. Uh, yeah, Let's find out. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a common. Thing. And I'm sure in these situations, Marzi described, they're all very much in love. But I bet in some cases there is a part of that. That's how you're guaranteed that money mm-hmm. forever. Like it's a chess move. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's planning. Yeah, you seal the deal for the future. Yeah. Because you've seen those finances and you're like, I need a part of that. If you want to do this with this and have that, then I need some of I'm that. I'm sure in most relations, of course not. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Money never comes up. You never <laughs> tell. You never tell the guy that, though. Well, I don't think he's an idiot. Yeah, I think he, he also knows. He knows. He knows. <laughs> yeah, he knows that a thirty-year-old doesn't want to latch on to him. He gets it, but she, she, he mean, or she does. That's hey, it's the unspoken handshake. Uh, you get to be with me, who's forty years younger than you. But I'm gonna get that baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah. Got, you put that in contract before you get that baby, right? You'd have to. If there's yeah, if there's money, if there's stuff, money involved. Oh, I guarantee they do. All right, let's do that. I'm going to find, I want to find some people. Well, I don't think regular people do this. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, 780-489-4669. Uh, text us if you like as well at 56789. Are you 30 years old and do you have a four-year-old brother or sister? Um, uh, did, did that happen in, in your life? Uh, maybe do you know somebody or maybe it's you. Are, are you younger and you have a much older partner? Are you guys starting a family and let's say he's 68 and you're 25? Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I guess we have talked. There's certainly there's there's age gaps out there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This doesn't have to be cash. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. 
<laughs> I mean, in the case Cash of these, like, like Clint Eastwood, Mick Jagger, obviously it's... Uh-huh. Right? Mm. It's a suspicious age it is. to be having children. <laughs> yeah, everyone's going to look at it as, yeah. like, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. This text here says, guys, I'm currently 29 years old. Yeah. If he ain't got money at 73 years old, I am not carrying any well, down babies. Exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's fair. He's not going to be around. Yeah. If you are, let's say, in your 30s and your dad went and had, um, uh, you know, a baby with another another woman, mm-hmm. are you slightly jealous of that? Like that your dad has like, uh, you know, five, six, seven year olds running around? I don't think you're jealous of no. it. No. Me specifically? <laughs> yeah. No. Because they're going to get off my back about grandkids. They've got their oh, own babies to worry about like, now. Well, your mom might have, like, because your dad would have to go have a kid with another woman. Yeah. Oh, she could just take care of it. I don't think your mom would want to be with your dad if he's having... I don't know. She's with, real, real into grandbabies. Oh, oh, okay. Any baby's I'll good. Just, I'll pass it off as my own. <laughs> I mean, you say that, you wouldn't be a little jealous if your dad had a whole new family. I would be oh, jealous. No. Like, okay, well, that's that takes the pressure off me for a little bit. She's got another kid to pester in like 10 years. Oh, I think yeah. you'd be naturally jealous of your father's new family. Nah, I think I'll be all right. I think I'd be jealous. I think it's, yeah, I think yeah. that's pretty normal. I'd feel like I was just like old and tossed aside. Yeah. I mean, that's a regular everyday feeling for me anyways, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know. It would be. It'd be tough for the well, the ex. It'd be tough for the kids. Crash, your dad had another family. Yeah, a whole other, multiple. Yeah, okay. For a man. Was I jealous? Like raising no. kids. You sure like, <laughs> you sure like bringing him into this room? I had a lot of questions. <laughs> I guess so. In your case, though, you were the new kids. You weren't the old kids. Yeah, but then new ones came in. Your dad didn't have any kids after you and John, did he? Oh, who knows? Oh, I guess, yeah. Well, I don't knows. know. You're right. I guess. There's you not that you know kids of. around. I don't know. Across the frozen tundra of Manitoba. <laughs> <laughs> before, who knows how many are out before there? Before his first kids, I'll bet you there was a bit of like jealousy that your dad went and had another family. Well, possibly, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Which, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't mean it's wrong. People split yeah, up. People no, split yeah, up. Yeah, people totally. It's pretty natural. To, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely, it would be natural. Yeah. But the big age gap with children—that's uh, that's the interesting part. Yeah. So let's see if um, if there's anybody listening who has ever had that happen. Maybe you're in your 30s and you have a brother or sister who is five. If that's you, give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Um, all right, we're, we were talking about this list of celebrities, and uh, we were left a little shocked at the difference of age between their youngest and their oldest kid. Uh, like, for example, Clint Eastwood has eight kids. Uh, the children age between 25 and 68 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mick Jagger has eight kids. The youngest is five. The oldest is 51. It's a bit of a gap. Mel Gibson has nine kids. His youngest is five. His oldest is 42. Like when you have that big of an age gap with kids, uh, like the oldest kid doesn't really talk to the youngest kid, right? There's not much of a relationship because uh, the oldest is like in their own life. Of course. Right? Yeah, it'd almost be like an uncle-nephew situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just rarely see them. This text here says, guys, my grandpa is 79. Mm -hmm. His kids are 58, 56. Yeah. 26 and 17. What? Gramps. So he, yeah, he had two kids with another woman. Took some years off and he's like, you know what? I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. We were looking at this uh, from a number of angles. Uh, First of all, like, is there a giant age gap between you and your half siblings? Mm -hmm. Um, And B, 
Uh, if you're, if another parent moved on and had kids with another person, was it natural to be jealous? Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah, a lot of people have uh, some stories here. Sure. Um, let's do, uh, here we can start right at the top here. Uh, Vanessa, how you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Hi, we're good. good. <laughs> um, you and your siblings, there's quite an age gap, right? There is. My uh, dad has three kids um, from two different relationships, me yep. being the oldest. Okay. And my sister being the youngest, and we have 20 years between us. 20 years. Wow. wow. Yeah. So when you were 20 and your dad had a baby, did that affect you? I, it was a little much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I bet. Because it's shocking, I mean, right? It was, it was shocking, but it didn't really affect me too much because I was already almost out of the house. Yeah. And doing my own thing. So... It, it was a little weird to get used to kind of thing, but, I mean, it didn't really affect me, like, with my relationship with my dad or anything. It was strange doing things with my sister and my then, um, now husband, because they would keep, be like, oh, well, you know, how old is your kid? Is yeah, this is your kid. Yeah, it's not, and, you know, a few times we would try to explain to people that she's, you know, my sister, not my kid. And then after a while, we just were like, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, you just said, yeah, this is my baby, whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Like, it was it was easier. It really, it was none of their business anyway. It was Absolutely. complicated. So, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, she's whatever. And it was weird because she was, like, my child in a sense where you're looking after. And now that we're both adults, it, that gap seems to be lessening a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, I guess it totally would. Right? Yeah, it yeah. would, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, she was 10 when I had my first baby. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was, it was different. I mean, it didn't really bother me, but it was yeah, something you were, to yeah, get you used through to. It. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, you bet. You know, it's not the norm, I guess. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, look at the text coming on, in here. <laughs> on my side of the screen, you, there's lots of people, lots and lots and lots. Yeah, yeah. it's wild. Okay. Yeah, and we we have a good relationship, so it's all good. Yeah, good. exactly. And that's all that matters. Uh, thanks, that's Vanessa. Right. Yeah, thank you. Okay, okay, bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, I guess after a while, you're not like, well, this is my half-sister, my dad. Yeah, you stop explaining. You're not explaining oh, that to yeah. people. You're just just, your... I just realized Rach has uh, 18 years on her brother. Oh, does she? Yeah. Oh. Which is a pretty big gap. That's a big gap. That's yeah, a yeah. huge gap. But it goes, so you sort of, I guess you forget. <laughs> I never really think yeah. about the massive age difference they have. <laughs> but she was like out of the house. Her mom remarried and she had a kid. It was her mom. Because mom had Rachel when she was young. Yeah, sure. yeah. And then she was only, I guess, like 37, 38 when she had a brother. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, yeah, so they have 18 years apart. Oh, wow. Wow. Are they are they tight? Yeah, they're super tight. Yeah, yeah. So she can keep on the pulse of uh, what young people are talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I guess it doesn't have to be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Katrina, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Um, uh, You got a big age gap between you and your siblings as well, right? Yeah, and same thing with my mom and my dad. So um, basically my dad is 74 years old and my mom is actually only 47. There's like a 26 and a half year age difference between those two. Yeah. Wow. So as a result, I have a lot of half-siblings that are way older than me. By yep. a lot, I'm one of nine. And wow. so I'm only the second youngest. I'm 23. Yeah. And my, one of the oldest is 51 this year. 51. Wow. Yeah. Your brother or sister? <laughs> He's my brother. Your brother's fi- turning 51. Do you have a good relationship yeah. with uh, the 51-year-old or not really? 
Not often. We see each other during like family gatherings, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only the second youngest. The youngest right now is actually turning eight. Wow. Holy cow. Eight to 51. Yeah. Yeah. When you see the 51 year old, you're like, how's your back? Well, you're like, are you dead yet? <laughs> are you dead yet? Like, <laughs> because it just seems, it seems, it seems so, so old. old. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Katrina. Yeah. Thanks, Katrina. Yeah. No worries. Okay. okay bye bye. bye. See, people are all positive over it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be well, uh, bad. Katrina said she was, what, 23? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you're 23, a 50 year old looks like. Well, yeah, look at Haley. She considers, like, me ancient. Oh, she thinks I'm a grandma. She's, yeah. like, trying to help me cross the street. Haley, I'm like, Haley. I'm not even for Every time I open the door, I have to go, <laughs> and pull oh. all the dust off you oh guys. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I know. Bunch of crypt keepers hanging around. <laughs> I know. I go to get in my car, and Haley's like, oh, do you need a help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't need help. <laughs> we have the heat cranked in here. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. Our bones are cold. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, another one here. Uh, let's do, uh, where's Derek? Uh, Derek, how you doing? Good. How are you? Hi. Doing pretty good. Um, your wife, she's got a she's got a wild family, eh? Yeah, she does. Uh, so her father is about eighty years old. I can't remember his exact. I think he's eighty one now. Yeah. Uh, and he has a range of children. There's seven biological like siblings yeah. and like uh, like that's eleven all together because they uh, were they were foster parents and stuff as well. Oh, okay. So the age gap goes all the way down from uh, my sister's identical or sorry, my wife's identical twin sisters. Yeah. Um, who are, I think, 34. Yeah. And the oldest sibling is the, her oldest sister was from a different mother uh, who's 56. Do they have a close relationship? Everybody does. We get together oh. all the time. We barbecue, we camp together. We go to each other's houses. Oh, that's we're awesome. Really we're oh. very fortunate like that. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, because sometimes it's just like, well, you're living your own life. I'm living mine. And then, yeah, maybe yeah. once a year you get together. That's yeah. cool that you guys still hang. Well, it is. And the weird thing is, I, I haven't heard you guys talk about it too much yet, is uh, how, like, for instance, my wife, her niece is actually older than her. And oh, there's a couple her, of people my, texting that in, saying that, like, aunts and nieces are, are younger. Old, are older. Yeah. Or younger. Now, or imagine, younger. Yeah, younger. imagine this now. So her biological mother is, was uh, a stepmother, I guess, to her oldest sister, Who's yeah. actually the same age as her mom? So they were the same age, but she was technically her stepmom. Oh wow! Well, yeah, that's, so that's... it's it's kind of wild to think about it like that. There's a lot going on. My mom on. had a big family like that too. But I don't. I only have one sibling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Easy peasy. <laughs> Get but, it done yeah. with one. <laughs> Easy peasy. Yeah. What a story! Thanks, Derek. Yeah. Have a good day. Yeah, you too, man. Bye bye. Bye. So her step, her mom's stepdaughter was the same age as her. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't see They're, a pen and paper for some of these. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys following along or what? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one's staying anonymous. How are you doing, anonymous? I'm good. How are you? Hi, doing we're good. Okay, um, so your your dad and your dad's sister, they got a bit of a gap, right? Yeah. So my dad, uh, he's the second oldest. He had one brother two years older to him. And uh, the difference between him and his sister was uh, it's 20 years and when they got married his sister was only five years old she's five years she was old. five years old when he got married because yeah, there's, yeah. there's yeah. 20 yeah. 20 year gap wow so she would she would have been like the flower girl yeah. or or whatever role the child plays in the wedding 
Exactly. She wow. was like the she had all the attention, yes. And that's your sibling. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And we have a great relationship. She's my aunt technically like uh, aunt, but we are like uh, more like friends than uh, aunt and niece. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah, yeah that is yeah. really neat. Okay, thanks, Anonymous. Thanks, Anonymous. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you for taking my call. You have a great day. Anytime. Oh, no problem. Anytime. Call anytime. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, could you imagine your sister is like the flower girl at your wedding? Yeah, I guess it... Yeah. Could be. It could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would you... Uh, what do you say? One more on this? Sure. Sure, yeah. Uh, let's try Sue. How are you doing, Sue? everybody over there. Hi, we're good. Fantastic. We're better that you called now. Yes, we are. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, uh, you know of someone uh, who had an interesting family dynamic, right? Yes. So growing up, some neighbors of ours, um, the, the oldest child was the girl. She got married in about her early 20s. Yeah. And then... Um, I don't know, I guess a year or two into her marriage, um, the gossip around the town was that her mother was pregnant. Oh. And so, so, was, and so was she. Oh, mother and daughter pregnant at the same time, and the yeah. daughter was 20 years old? Oh, she was at, at least 22. At least 22. I think okay. even older, yeah. So was it yeah. true? So did, she, did, she have, did she go through pregnancy with her mom? <laughs> she did, yes. They both had boys, and uh, so uncle and nephew are the same age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. And if, the, if she was in a smaller town, man, that gossip would fly. Well, it'd be like uncle, oh, yeah. uncle and grandkid are the same age. Right? Uh, because mom would have had her uncle and she would have had mom's grandkid. Mm. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, she totally oh, would have. Yes. Yeah, she totally yeah, would have. That's yes. what it would have been. Oh, yeah, uncle, grandkid, yes. same. Yeah. I Sorry, love yes. small uncle. town gossip. Wow. Oh, good. What a story. Thanks for sharing that, Sue. Thanks, Sue. <laughs> okay, you guys have a wonderful day. Yeah, you, you too. too. Call anytime. Bye bye. Okay, bye. Wow. Yes. Oh, that's, wow. A, that's a juicy one. Oh, eh? man. Uh, yeah, she had her, her son and her grandson to be uh-huh. the same age. Same age. Huh. I guess at least uh, you can. Like tag team having babies with your mom. Yeah, like, oh, you can. You got problems. I got problems. Let's oh, talk God. about them. <laughs> yeah, Haley's like, Whoa. Haley, yeah, your mom should have a baby, and, <laughs> and you too, and then you guys can. Oh, how fun is that? <laughs> Great. <laughs> You're gonna have two angry women. <laughs> oh no! Close that curtain. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> this this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right. It seems like every few years something confuses the entire internet. You might remember in 2015. It was the dress And in 2018 It was the audio clip That sounded like Yanni and Laurel Remember that? Right Mm -hmm. Yeah yeah Well now There might be A worthy successor So last weekend A 20 year old Posted a clip on TikTok Of people chanting a phrase Over and over again It's kind of difficult To hear what they're saying And that clip went viral With people all over the internet Responding with what they're hearing Now I'm not going to Suggest anything I'm just going to Play you the clip. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Hit us with it. We got to figure out what what yeah. they're chanting. Yeah, because I don't want to suggest anything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I just want to see if you guys can hear it. Here we go. Oh, 
face bouncy? See, I know exactly what they're saying, so I hear it. That is a mountain? Okay. It's something you, with balls and bouncy, you right? Hear, you hear balls and bouncing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I what hear you, that is embarrassing. Oh, that's embarrassing. That oh, embarrassing. Is embarrassing. That is That's too many syllables. Isn't that mountain? Yeah. I hear that it. Is Those balls mountain. are bouncy. Those balls are bouncy. No. Here's what people heard. <laughs> Anyone with the balls? People heard Bart Simpson bouncing. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Okay. Rotating pirate ship. Bart Simpson bouncing. Someone here is rotating pirate these ship? Are, these are the top ones. Okay. This isn't my receipt. <laughs> <laughs> Lobsters in motion. Lobsters in motion. What did you say, Ginge? That is a mountain? That you, is oh, a mountain. Okay. Uh, that is embarrassing. So yeah. the one that Haley said. Yeah. Lactates in a pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chasing Martian. Mm-hmm. Baptism piracy. And that isn't mercy. That's oh. what people say they're hearing. I'll play it for you guys yeah, again yeah. one more time. No Ready? mountains, Ginge. Uh, hang on a second here. All right. Fire this puppy up. And I just got back. Let's it up. hear those here balls go. are bouncing. There's right. a, it sounds like they're saying like that taste because remember that remember that green needle and brainstorm thing yeah. Yeah. yeah so once you think of one you can usually hear it like now I can hear embarrassing yeah what were some of like wasn't it the lactating or what were the other uh, options lactates in pharmacy let's hear lactates in pharmacy lactates in pharmacy yeah, I can really hear that Here's now. An, I'll give you guys another one. Yeah. Rotating pirate ship. Okay. Ready? Like rotates in pirate ship. Is that one a little hard to hear? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Okay, how about um, lobsters in motion? Okay. Ready? Yeah. Think about lobsters in motion. It's huh. so weird. I don't like it. Isn't Stupid that weird? Brains. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't hear this one though. This isn't my receipt. Okay. Think about that. This isn't my receipt. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. That's really neat. Weird. This one, this person here says, I hear lactating piracy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Lactating pharmacy, yeah. <laughs> what is it, the embarrassing one? Uh, it is, in fact, that is embarrassing, yeah. Mm. yeah. Nice. Yeah, so Haley got it right off the top. Oh, good to hear my ears work. Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah, indeed. Mine do not. Yeah, so uh, again, this was um, this was the fans of a British soccer team. Uh, this was their chant. The team is the Derby County Football Club. They're based in Derbyshire, England, and the team was chant, or the fans were chanting to the team. That is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. That's the best cheer. It is. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> the list of what it could be goes 20 deep. Look at the now family. God save St. Patterson. Dog chasing person. Mars is a Martian. (laughs) (laughs) That tastes mercy. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I hear that tastes like parsley. That tastes like parsley. Okay, ready? Yeah. Here we go. Think of that tastes like parsley. Yeah. Yeah, I hear it. 
tastes like parsley. I'm also hearing lactates in pharmacy. I am hearing yeah, that, that one quite a bit. Vibrant. Yeah. That one is vibrant. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that too. That's fun. Yeah. So there you go. It's the new Yorl and Lanny. Yeah, yeah. If you guys remember that one. Yeah, do you remember that? Y- the Yorl and Lanny? Yeah, oh yeah. Any that Laurel and Yanny. Yorl and Yanny. Yorl and Yanny. <laughs> right, right, right. I can't even Not say the it. Third option. <laughs> 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 Haley's face is just like what? Uh, whatever it is. I'm about to crush. I'm like Yorl. Yeah. <laughs> you know, old Yorl. Yeah. <laughs> Someone says they're hearing Crash and Mars are asleep. Oh, fire it up again. Let's see. Oh, I just closed it down. De- oh, it definitely oh. feels that way. Yeah. I'll it, tell you that it, <laughs> it does indeed. Yorl and Lanny. It does indeed. <laughs> All right, you guys know how people reference the best years of our lives. Well, there's a lot of talk about it in high school yearbooks, but it is possible that you haven't even reached those years yet. There was even a movie called The Best Years of Our Lives, which came out in 1946. Oh, my God. And if you saw that movie in theaters, then you've definitely reached the best years. Uh-huh. A new poll asked people which decade represented or will represent your best years. And what decade do you think will represent your best years? What decade? Uh, mm. Well, best is tricky, Marzi. Okay. Because my funnest years are probably my 20s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like my best years were probably my 30s. It gets better? <laughs> like marriage. It does kids. get better. Well, and you got more money. Yeah, you can write more. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully you're better. You're more set in your job and your career. I love how you looked me dead in the eye and said, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Haley has different goals. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) If your OnlyFans doesn't take off, I don't know what else. I I guess you got Hayden. You got Hayden, that's it. I'm going to have to work. (laughs) Yeah. Gross. No, it sucks. I I would probably go with the 30s too, Ginge. Yeah. Your 30s? Yeah, yeah. Just because I feel like your body can still handle a lot, you're you're kind of set in your career. Hopefully, you're making a little bit more cash. Yeah, you've already in your twenties did all the horrible things that you needed to get out of your <laughs> uh-huh. system. Them oats, yeah. And then in your thirties, your body kind of dries out a bit and I recovers. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm tipping. I'm tipping onto that twenties decade. Oh, you're yeah. you're thinking twenties. Yeah, my twenties are pretty good. Hmm. If Although yeah, your twenties are looking pretty pretty like, good. Yeah. I'm only like halfway through. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah, only goes down from there. If it's if it's funnest, I mean, yeah, it's it's the twenties. Yeah, yeah. But if it's like great. if it's like satisfying. Yeah, the twenties. If it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I might have to say my twenties. Hmm. Give my kids too much credit. Probably was my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it though, because there's a lot of life changes that you had in your 30s. Like, I mean, obviously, three kids. Yeah, you yep. got married. Yep, you yep. bought a house. Yep, yep. Yeah, belly, hair loss. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know all that good stuff. Dad hair, jeans, hair still very full, but go on. <laughs> it is. <laughs> we, we straight, we flat ironed it. It is quite full. Oh, well, you had sick flow. You blew it all off. That's right. Well, here is the according to this poll, the biggest group or 24 percent of people said. Their 30s were the best years, the best decade. Yes. 21%, so close, said their 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 15% said their 40s. 9% said their 50s. 7% said their 60s. Oh, my God. Now, when it comes to you're under the age of 20, so your teens, yep. only 6% of people said under 20 were the best years of their life. 
2% said they're 70s and 1% said they're 80s. <sighs> Interestingly enough, when you break it down by age, the majority of people seem to choose their current age as their best years, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Even among those 55 and older, 35% said their best years would be their 50s, 60s, 70s, or 80s. Yeah. So that's how it all breaks down. Um, my teen time kind of sucked. Yeah, we've been over Yeah, there. Right. Wasn't, it wasn't the best. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You didn't like your teen years? No, it wouldn't be the best. Mine oh, would have been the I 20s. Would've... Once I got like, out, once I was able to like move out, make some money. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had a great roommates. I had a whole ton of fun with a bunch of roommates. Yeah, once I was uh, moving around Canada for yeah. radio, like that was a fun time. That was a good yep. time. Man, I did some things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. Got some texts coming in. <laughs> Stuff I hadn't thought of. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> 30s are nice because you know how to party smart. Yeah. You can buy that prime alcohol and blow. Because <laughs> <laughs> the guy you know with your 20s is a different guy. Oh, than it's a different yeah. guy. Yeah. In yeah. your 30s, you find a credible guy. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah. Budget changes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, more pure. Uh, we've got some listeners who are in their 50s that are texting in as well. They say 50s, you're smarter. Yeah. You make more money. You still got lots of energy. In your 50s? In your 50s? I guess, if you're fit and active. Yeah. This one says, I had my son at 18 years old, uh, so he'll be 18 when I turn 36, so I didn't get to have an exciting adventure in my 20s, so I'm hoping my mid to late 30s are a blast. Oh, you got lots of time. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. When your kid's 18, bye-bye. Yeah. It's your time again. You can party with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember our last conversation, the inappropriate clothing that we were all yeah. wearing, were wearing when we were younger? Yeah, now you can put that back on. You do. <laughs> Hi, son. Let's go party. Yeah. <laughs> this text here says, I love my mid to early 20s. I had hot girlfriends, lots of time on my hands. I made good money. I lived on my own. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Uh, this one, today's my 31st birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm choosing to believe my 30s are going to be way better than the stupid crap I pulled the last decade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you got to have hope, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This text here says, I feel like my 20s were all stressed out trying to set up my life for success. I just started my 30s and I feel like I can just reap the rewards. It's awesome. I don't know if I was really focusing on success in my 20s. I was just focusing on uh, just a job in general. Near the end of my 20s, I started to get a little worried. Yeah. End of the 20s, sure. Yeah. Early 20s, up to 25. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about anything. It's all downhill from here for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was just party mode. Well, Uh it's like because everything for me kind of stalled out. (laughs) You feel like like, you you just plateaued? No, no, no. I mean, like career wise, it just it kind of stalled out. Like I felt like I wasn't moving up fast enough. Maybe perhaps I was a little impatient. Like in your 20s. My late 20s. Late 20s, yeah. yeah, yeah early yeah. 30s, yeah. Mm-hmm. I started to kind of feel like, uh, you know, things weren't going the way I wanted them to go. Mm-hmm. And now? Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> that was a long silence. No, sorry. I'm feeling a little dizzy. I think she stalled out again. <laughs> yeah. No, my brain just stopped. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You she's can tell so she's confident. good how many times she's saying, yeah. Mars is yeah, reeking yeah, confidence yeah, 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 yeah. today. <laughs> this is fine. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, because yeah. I'm in a fever pitch. Mm. So I don't really even know what I'm saying. Well, what's, what's with the wink, wink, nudge, nudge? Though? I almost texted somebody to F off. Well, you should, because I saw that text. (laughs) I typed it out, and I was like, I wouldn't do that if I didn't feel this way. (laughs) Just do it and sign Haley. (laughs) Oh, Oh, sorry. 
50s are coming in. 50s are coming in. Yeah, 50s yep. makes sense to me, mm. and I sort of I can see it now because if you had kids, is it your you, second wind? Yeah, mm. then you're empty nesters. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you still got some spunk. Yeah. So like when you and Rachel have no kids, like, like you're gonna get your again. second wind. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Live it up like you're in your yes. 20s. Listen, my dad though is at like he's at like peak performance right now. Oh, he is fantastic. Yeah, he rides his bike everywhere. He yeah. walks like thirty thousand steps a day. I know, he's thriving. Yeah, he's, I'm lucky uh, if my step counter hits like six thousand. I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. That's a good day. I know he trolls me with it. He's like, I walked thirty thousand steps today. What did you walk? I'm like three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not allowed to say Lauren's age on the air yeah, anymore. Yeah, but, no. he, but he's he's post. Yeah, he's my dad. Yeah, he, yeah, he's Lauren's <laughs> dad's age. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever age you want him to yeah. be, that's the age he's gonna that's be. More. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whatever age you Fungible. think he is, yeah. sir. That's his age. Yeah, that's well, his age. He's got to be pretty young though, because Mars is twenty nine. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mars I know. is a spring chicken. Lauren's a spring chicken. Yeah, too. we both yeah. are. We're only yeah, yeah. four years apart. Our dads are probably the same age. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you should see Lauren's abs. Wow, washboard abs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it either. Scrub mm-hmm. that shirt for you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's all about the choices that you make. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, if I say the name to you guys, Brett Cody, you probably are thinking, um, oh, is that like a dude? Is it a sports player? Right? should know. Is it a football player? Like a cowboy. Is it a cowboy? That sounds like a cowboy? Brett Cody. Brett Cody. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, unfortunately, it is not a uh, athlete. It is, in fact, a bobcat. That's the the official name of a bobcat? Yeah, a bobcat named Brett Cody. First and last or like hyphenated? Uh, First and last, yeah. Uh, Went missing from a zoo in Ontario more than a week ago. Has now been found safe and sound. Uh, Apparently, um, it's a a zoo in a sanctuary just south of downtown Ottawa. Says a vandal went in there and intentionally opened up the cages to the animals. Run free. Run free. Police said at the time when they arrived, some animals were found wandering free at the zoo. But it wasn't until a more thorough search found that the bobcat, Brett Cody, mm-hmm. was determined to be missing. Oh, Brett Cody looks like my old cat, Bullet. Is that what Bullet looked like? Yeah, and you pick him up and give him scritches. No, oh, I like scratches. Oh my god, who's a killing machine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who can eat my face off? Oh, he's a killing machine. Look at you. Oh, yeah. No, uh, yeah. So That's cute. pretty much what my cat looked like. So cute, ripping uh, apart nature. <laughs> gorgeous cat. Brett Cody looks a little uh, simple. No, what you, but like dumb. I think he looks sad. Yeah, that's a dumb cat. What I think? Look at that cat. I think he's just a little tired. He had a big day. Where did they Brett find? Brett had a big day. Where did they find Brett Cody? Well, let's say, let's see. Uh, you know, they just say that thanks to a member of the public, Brett Cody was found safe and sound. They probably gave him treats. So I'm guessing then that uh, that they yeah that he was probably picked up by a person. Probably. They're very tame. <laughs> no, they're not. Well, this was a zoo bobcat, so. Mm-hmm. How big's a bobcat getting? Yeah, you can get it uh, a couple yeah. feet long. Probably get it like uh, upwards of two feet high. Now, for those of you who are new to the show, you might not have known this, but Cat- Crash actually had a bobcat uh, as a pet. His name was Bullet. Yeah, some old trucker gave my dad a. A kitten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where he got it. No questions were asked, but also that thing started growing. <laughs> oh. I was like, wow, he's really intense. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know it was a bobcat kitten? No. Oh, that was a surprise. Yeah, that was a nice surprise. A really nice surprise. But aren't bobcat kittens like a lot bigger than regular domesticated house cat kittens? Well, he was an aggressive kitten, that's for sure. Yeah, he bit a lot. Find everything out in the country just seemed bigger. Bobcat kitten. Yeah. 
Because like I feel like a bobcat kitten would be huge. They still st- uh, start as a like a kitten ball. Oh, they are cute. They're very cute. Yeah. Yeah, and then we had a, a cat door in the garage, and eventually we had to turn it into a bigger door for, like, dog style. He, he just started using the actual garage door. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, gave him a little we, clicker. gave him his clicker, yeah. and he was good to go. He'd yeah. bring in deer legs and stuff. Jeez. It was great. Did you guys let him out at night then, or, or what did oh, Bullet do? Oh, he lived do? outside all the time. Oh, Bullet did, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you did not bring did him Did he know his name? Oh, yeah. Like, if you call yeah, him, I call him and he, yeah, and he would come. He'd come out of the yeah. bush and stuff? And I could pick him up, flip him on his back, and give him belly rubs. Oh. He had big purrs. Was Bullet uh, an idiot like Brett Cody? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brett Cody's one dumb cat. <laughs> <laughs> he might have had dumb face periodically. Oh, poor Mr. Cody. Look at him there. Yeah, look at that kitten. Isn't that an amazing looking kitten? Well, I'm going to say because Brett Cody lived in a sanctuary, he probably had a pretty rough start to his life. Yeah, like oh. he was a rescued buddy. He been a rescue. Yeah. yeah, horrific accident to his parents. Possibly, oh, yeah. Poachers, maybe. Oh. Uh, bobcat kittens, while adorable, do look like they are from the wild. Yeah, they do. They don't yeah. look like regular kittens. <laughs> you should have known. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a toss-up between a bear cub or this. Yeah. <laughs> Which one do you want, kid? Yeah. Uh, people want to know if it is is a bad zoo. You know those zoos that. Oh have, yeah. Uh, and it's not the name that some people are posting up in the app is not the right name. It's the son. County Critter Zoo and Sanctuary. What's the going rate for a bobcat kitten? How much can I buy? Well, I don't think you can just buy a bobcat. Oh, you can buy whatever you want. <laughs> Once you put, you, you said this is a good zoo. Once you put critter in your name, I feel like you I are know. a bit of a roadside zoo. Well, now I'm wondering, is it not a good zoo? It's yeah. a sanctuary. Well, that's nice, but the critter's concerning. Yeah. Here, bobcat for sale. This is in Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, male bobcat, two years old. Unproven, has not been with a female. Shy, not aggressive. Beautiful markings. What, they got to prove their masculinity? <laughs> Let the bobcat love who he wants. Oh, I don't get a price. Just email for... De- oh, 2500 bucks? Yeah. Oh, my expensive. God. What's well, a bobcat for crying out loud? Uh, this one's by the a way, kitten for 2500 Wow. The Sounders County Critter Zoo? Yeah. It's clear. I looked hey. it up. It's good. They do good work. They rescue animals that... I guess those kittens do look a little wild. Eh? Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. They 100% do. I'll just chalk it up as I was a rescuer. Yeah. As a young lad. For those of you who are expecting a baby, congratulations. Uh, if you had to guess what Canada's most popular baby names are right now, um, you, you'd probably do pretty good with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, here goes Crash. No, I got it. For uh, boy names? Yeah. Sure. Boy names, uh, Nick. No. No, it's uh, not, not Nick. Harry. Mm-mm. Uh, no, it's not Harry. No, oh, I think more of Harry Styles is moving that needle, though. I wonder. Yeah, Harry Styles, Harry and Meghan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it is not. Um, give me the first letter. Um, oh, of, for, of, for boys? Yeah, for boys, the top name. They, they give me four here to choose from. Okay. Uh, L. L. Liam. L. No, uh, not Liam, but that's a good guess, Haley. It's always Liam. Leonard. Mm-hmm. It's not Leonard. Lyle? Not not Lyle. Oh, we were talking about Lauren earlier. It's got to be Lauren. It's Lauren. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah made the top of the Fine. survey. <laughs> uh, no, it is not. It is not. It is not Lawrence. Uh, it's Levi. Levi. Yeah, Levi. Oh, they say names like Luca, Levi, Miles, and Maverick are shooting up the list now in popularity for 2021. Maverick. Girls, uh, these are the ones that uh, Olivia's still on there. Everybody's naming the baby okay. Olivia. Yeah, yeah. So that's such a pretty name. Uh, I'm going to guess um, Melissa is making a comeback. Okay. I think it's been a minute for Melissa. Are you going to give us a letter again? <laughs> yeah, I can give you a letter, sure. Uh, e. 
E. Ella. Emma. Evelyn. Those both have been on lists in the past, but they're not for 2021. Eeyore. It is not Eeyore. Eeyore. I hope it's not Eeyore. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm like, guys, I had a baby girl. Her name's Eeyore. Her name is Eeyore. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny Eeyore. little cloud above her. Oh, yeah, yeah. The kid's just like, Mwah. If she was my baby, she would. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Constant cloud. Together. Yeah. Her and I were like, look at this sucky oh, yeah. planet. <laughs> this sucky planet. Look at it. Oh. Is, at is it a common name that we know? Oh, I don't think you guys would guess it. Uh, number one, Everly, coming in nah, for Girls 2021. Yeah. Uh, that is gaining popularity along with Luna, Grace, Hazel, and Leah. Hazel? Oh, I like that name. I don't have anything against Hazel, but that feels like a very... Uh uh, it feels like a name that's reserved for certain demographics. Well, they're back, baby. Oh, I think yeah. What you like all the grandma names? Well, I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> you can reach back. You got to reach back far enough, though. Yeah. yeah, that's why Melissa's not making it. You're not reaching back to the '80s. So when reaching I'm back to the uh, 1980s. When I'm referencing like Rita and Earl, like uh, that's gonna make a comeback. No, then. it's still too soon for yeah. Rita and Earl. If I ever had a kid, it's going Earl, baby Earl. The wound's too fresh still for Rita's. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, we haven't got past that yet. Yeah, mm, but no, God. like you're 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 like like Ginger's saying, like your 1900s classics, like Eleanor Hazel, yeah. mm. like that kind of. That's all Mabel. Those are all coming back. Mm-hmm. What year was like was Hazel a big name? Hazel year. Hazel probably 1926. Uh, let me see here. I'm just throwing it out there. Check Let's see what Hazel, we got. Hazel popular. I don't know a Hazel. Like I even I don't uh, either. any of the olds in my life, no idea. I know a young Hazel, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know a young I know Hazel, like a six-year-old Hazel. Really? Yeah. Do you judge her just like you judge the old Hazel? <laughs> I've got Hazel <laughs> ranking in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1892, it was number 22. Eight, mm-hmm. 18, 18? In the 1800s. 1892. Wow. Okay. And then slowly it dipped down to its low in the 70s, where it was like a thousandth. And then since 19. 19- 99 she's been climbing climbing up. back up oh, okay yeah so crash you got to like rita is way That's too current. 60 70s 80 too okay. current so you got to go back into like turn of the century stuff wow. deep in that well mm-hmm. and like not turn of the century is into the Hazel 2000s into like the mm-hmm. 1900s yeah yeah the old timeies people are saying they're they have hazels as babies and they're awesome hmm well, I'm sure the baby's great. It's <laughs> not what you were saying off air. Yeah, <laughs> Story's changing now. Yeah, yeah, Grab those microphones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, every baby's everything. great. All right, someone put together a list of famous TV characters who were almost played by different actors. Some of them you might have heard about before and others might be new to you. So here's a couple of the highlights and think to yourself how the show would have been way different if these people were cast. Uh, first of all, number one. Whitney Houston was cast as Sandra, the oldest daughter on The Cosby Show. Oh. Yeah, she was cast as it. She didn't end up signing the contract, though, because she wanted to pursue her singing career, Mm -hmm. obviously, because she was a songbird. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that would have changed. For my Game of Thrones fans, I don't know how to pronounce her name, so you're going to have to help me out. Amelia Clark played... Oh, Daenerys... Daenerys Targaryen. There you go. Daenerys of Chains. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was originally going to be Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, oh, from WandaVision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She auditioned to play, and uh, it was a toss up between Amelia Clark and Elizabeth Olsen. And at the last minute, they changed it to Amelia Clark. Huh. Oh, the Olsen would have, that would have been beauty, yeah. beauty money for that. Uh, Absolutely. Well, WandaVision and she everything right. else. Oh, she yeah, did right. okay. That's still going, yeah. She did all right. For my parks and recreation friends, uh, Octavia Spencer auditioned to play Donna. 
Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. Really? Yeah. She would have been good in that yeah, role. Yeah, she, she could have totally yeah, pulled good. off Donna. But the role ended up going to Retta, who is uh, amazing. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. still fa- fantastic. My Grey's Anatomy peeps, Dr. Miranda Bailey. Sandra O oh, originally Sandra. auditioned to play her, mm-hmm. but she liked the part of Christina Moore. Hmm. So she wasn't supposed to be Christina on Grey's Anatomy. She was supposed to be Dr. Miranda Bailey. Uh, Scandal. Did you guys watch Scandal? That was a good show. Okay. I watch Scandal. Uh, Olivia Pope on Scandal was played by Kerry Washington. Yeah. Someone yeah. else would have been Olivia Pope. There is no other Olivia Pope. There's two other women who auditioned for it. Yeah. Um, Connie Britton. Mm. From Friday Night Lights, I like my I like Britain. me some Connie Britton. Brighton I know you do from uh, Nashville. Yes, one of your favorite shows. And then when she left Nashville, garbage. Yes, uh, and number two was Tara G P Henson. Oh, she could have been that's, Olivia. Uh, my Cookie Lion. Cookie, yeah. Oh, that's I love right. her. I love her. I know you do. Yeah, um, but no. 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 I don't think they're strong enough. No, Carrie Washington. Yeah, Carrie Washington is fantastic. That's right. Mm. George Costanza on Seinfeld. Obviously, the role went to Jason Alexander, but do you know who was in talks to play it? I don't. Chris Rock. Oh. Oh, no. That would be... He's too over the top. That would have been bizarre. He's bothered by things. He is bothered by things. He is, but I don't think... You need... You need a look too, right? Chris Rock sort of has a bit of a, a Larry David look. Does he? Let me and see. like George was like Larry David's but personality. I, but I feel that's like you got to be a little, uh, a little plumpier. Huh. That's what I mean. That's just because George is. But George really is Larry David. Yeah. He's not a plump man. Yeah. If you had never seen Jason guess, Alexander yeah. cast as George, mm-hmm. Chris Rock could be in there. The role of Phil Dunphy on Modern Family. Oh. Originally. Went to Matt LeBlanc from Friends. That would have been weird. That would have been weird. He actually turned it down because he said, yeah, I can't do this. This doesn't fit me. Yeah. Yeah. Although he uh, he did do that other sitcom uh, where I think he played a dad. He did, but like and the Modern was... Family dad? No. No, uh, yeah. For Modern Family, yeah. I don't think he could pull off the writing. Yeah. No. And Macaulay Culkin was pursued several times mm-hmm. to be a main player on The Big Bang Theory. I could see that. He said, though, he could see never see himself working on a sitcom, mm-hmm. so he turned it down. I kind of like Macaulay Culkin, where he's just like, like kind of f Hollywood. He's doing his own thing. He's weird. He's got a band. Is he f Hollywood or is Hollywood f Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> I don't know oh, which way it, it is. I thought it was like he's like the bad boy. Like I, he doesn't you think care. They're beating down his door. He's like, no, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, buddy. They want that. To, they want to bank on that Home Alone fame. Someone texted and said Lisa Kudrow was the original Roz on Frasier. Really? No. She filmed, she filmed four episodes and they fired her. No oh. way. Oh, I'll have to Google that. That's wild. Oh, you can't mess with Roz. Oh, and by the way. She was a fox. Speaking of your show, Crash Empire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wesley Snipes was originally approached to play Lucius Lyon. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I can see that. He would have been good. Tarji P. Henson, though, said she would only do it if they cast Terrence Howard. So they went with Terrence oh, Howard. She didn't want to work with him. No. Ah. Terrence was good, though, in that. Oh, Terrence was fantastic. Yeah, he was too. really yeah. good in that. That's kind yeah. of fun. A child made his way onto the conveyor belt baggage handling system at the Minneapolis airport. Did you see this kid? I always cringe when I see kids climbing all over that. I know. Well, <laughs> this kid got on and went for a ride right oh, into yeah. the bowels of the airport. Oh, he actually was pulled behind? Oh, yeah. See you later. Off oh, he went. No. <laughs> <laughs> An airport spokesperson said the nine-year-old boy was not injured when police found him in the baggage system. Apparently it happened Saturday afternoon. A group of 20 people were checking bags for a trip they were taking together and among them was a nine-year-old boy who got onto the belt bag 
and then took off. Yep. It left the ticketing lobby to go down to where the conveyors separate the bags <gasps> to whichever plane they're going to go to. Oh, no. And apparently nobody in the traveling group noticed their kid was missing. And it would be all automated, right? There would probably be minimal people back Absolutely. there. Absolutely. They oh. were all checking their bags and putting their own bags on the belts. So it took a second for them to realize that he was missing. But then as soon as they did, people sprung into action. But nobody could find him because he was gone. Yeah. Into the bowels of the airport. Just riding the belts and the all the conveyor belts and yeah. stuff. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. How bad is it back there? Like our... Because I picture luggage like flying all over the place, yeah. banging around. There's probably machines that shove luggage off into another area. Yeah. So is this kid getting like shoved into like bins and stuff? I would think, yeah. I picture a lot of conveyor belts. Yep. Some hooks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like grabby things. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of disinfectant spray, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A sleeping security guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, he was found, though, pretty quick, and uh, he is A-OK. But I was thinking about this last night, and I thought, you know what could be fun? Where did you guys get stuck when you were a kid? Mm. That's what I want to know from you. 780-489-4669. If you do have a story that you want to share. Well, I shared recently. Me and my brother were uh, stuck in that uh, garbage compactor behind Valley Village. Right. Yeah, we were playing in there. They just had boatloads of toys in there. Yeah. Me and my brother were like, oh, sweet, free toys. Mm-hmm. And so we popped in, and then the door closed. And then you hear, kudunk. Uh, <gasps> I know. They turned it on there. They are going to crush us in there. Thankfully, we screamed loud now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys seriously just start yelling? Oh, wait, well, yeah. Well, uh, what else do you do? You see the wall start moving? Where was your mom? Shopping. <laughs> At Valley Village. Okay, so she told you guys to wait outside of Valley Village? or I don't think she told us anything. Oh, right, okay. She didn't say, don't climb in that garbage <laughs> yeah. compactor. <laughs> yeah. That's on you, Mom. Mm-hmm. She didn't tell us that there's a big bin of toys out but back. But she didn't take you it. into the store with you? Well, we probably went in and we're like, boring. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So then you ran out of the store. Like yeah, we just go play around and where do you go? The front of the store is boring. Right. The good stuff's in the back. Huh. And I would imagine nowadays all that stuff is probably like locked down. But it was literally just a big bin. People yeah. would go out with bags and stuff and toss her in there. They were practically baiting you. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, look at the toys that are in the garbage. We don't even have these at home. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Talking about this kid that got trapped on a, uh, a, a conveyor belt in, a, in, in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. In the airport. He yeah. jumped on the luggage belt and off he went. So we want to know from you guys, uh, where, where did you get trapped when you were a kid? Your kid's getting stuck in your house? You got spindles? No spindles. Oh! We're spindle, spindle free. free. Spindle free. Did you cut them all when you got in? I guess we do have some spindles. Uh-oh. I don't really thought of them as... They're, they're too narrow, though. They're too tight together. Mm, ah, okay. I made sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Makes that was sense. the first thing Job when you went one, in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lots of texts are coming in. This one here says, uh, oh my gosh, lots of kids crawling into the dryer. Oy. Oh, yeah, we I played in a, there. Oh, did you play in there? Yeah, we played in there. Gave it a spin. Do you remember growing up a lot of PSAs about staying out of fridges and alleys? Yeah, I do. Fridges and alleys. Fridges and alleys, yeah. yeah. That was like the I'm big concern ginger. in the 80s was really? you'd go in an alley and climb inside a fridge. Yeah. Weird. I, don't, I never came across one, but I was always on the lookout. Why would there be a fridge in the alley? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Where did you I think they're worried about those people throwing away their old style locking fridges, like with a handle that closed. Oh, like, oh okay. And you'd climb inside and, and uh, you know, stay in there forever. Well, because you were kind of, you were told that it was airtight and you would yeah. suffocate and die. I th- is a fridge airtight? You probably would die, right? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no air in there. Yeah, because then why, do, why is there a seal on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not right. keeping your food long, <laughs> fresh very long. When you, you. We should have been afraid of that then. Yeah. Right to. Right uh, to. You guys yeah. should have listened. Uh, Anonymous, hello. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing well. How about you guys? Doing fantastic. Doing uh, your hubby got stuck somewhere when he was a kid, right? Yeah, they were invited out for supper, and I know these people as well. Yeah. And uh, they had just finished their home renovations, yeah. and they had put up nice metal railing going down their basement. Yeah. So you could see from the kitchen all the way to the dining room, and he decided when he was eight years old that he was going to stick his head in there. No! Oh, no! And this is a metal railing? And it was the metal railing. Oh! Yeah. And his so head just went in and didn't come out. Well, it took over an hour. They weren't going to cut the spindles. They weren't going to fire call the fire department. So they stuck him, his head and his ears, his whole top part of his body in oil. <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> and it eventually slid him out. Oh, really? Because they, they're yeah. like, we just built this. We are not cutting the spindles. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. So to this day, I, I kind of razz them about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I love it. Okay, thanks for that, Anonymous. Have a great day. You okay, too. Bye-bye. bye-bye. It is funny because I, I do remember there being like parents refusing to cut the spindles. Yeah, you got to grease them up first. Yeah, you did well, you everything, everything before you cut that before spindle. Before you actually rescued your child. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing you know would work, you ain't doing it. <laughs> Suck it up, little Timmy. Not wild. Weird thing. Uh, good morning, Gia. How you doing today? Doing fantastic. Uh, you got tangled in something as a kid, right? Yeah, so I was like 10, and we were on a road trip. Um, and my stomach, like, I get car sick when I sit in the back seat. Yeah. And my stomach was hurting, so I had put my knee up on, like, my foot up on the seat, and my knee through the seat belt that, like, goes over your stomach part. Yeah. And then um, I think I, like, pulled it too hard where, like, you can't actually, like, pull it anymore, and it starts to go back in. And I had my whole leg, like, through the seatbelt and through my arm and like my brother's laughing his head off and while we're driving like my mom's trying to like get me untangled from the seatbelt that's now locked in and we like can't oh my god yeah it was bad I hate being locked in a seatbelt that's literally Mars in the passenger yeah, seat of my vehicle every she gets, time the seatbelt locks her in and she's like and I can't move she starts panicking I will lean over and help her yeah <laughs> like, like I can't imagine move your here. leg is like up by your head yeah you can put your whole leg through that and it's like going on like yeah, it was very uncomfortable, and they had to legit, like, my mom had to legit cut the seatbelt because they couldn't untangle me and get it Ooh, out. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes they lock in like that. Wow. That's Jeez. awesome. Yeah, okay, thanks for sharing that. Thanks, Gia. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a good day, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. I don't know why your seatbelt on the passenger side constantly locks. Just locks too tight? Yeah, like, you know how, like, you have, it goes, yeah. and you're able to move? As soon as mine goes, it's like he's got the brake slammed on all the time. I'm like, yeah. I can't move it. It's because it's ready to go off-roading at any moment. We no. don't want you bouncing around. I don't think Ramped so. Off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's rebel. Yeah. It's got a Hemi in there. <laughs> Look up. That's why you got to be strapped in. Yeah. Guaranteed. Okay. All right. Guaranteed. Kevin agrees, right? Hey, Kevin. <laughs> okay, I, I slightly agree with you. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, what happened to your son? So, literally, just happened last night. We went out to the park. And he rode his bike there, so he just keeps his helmet on when he's running around on the park. Mm-hmm. I'm standing there, I'm watching, just paying attention, whatnot. And all of a sudden, I hear this little dad, uh, little voice in the background. I look over, he slid between the monkey bars. Oh. And he went to jump down. 
so his helmet got stuck between the two bars, so he's dangling there on his tippy toes. Oh, no! And I, at first, I was like, well, what are you doing? And I looked at him, and I see his toes, and I start laughing. <laughs> and eventually go over there to help him. Because the helmet's Cause too, big, too to big, big to fit through. Yeah. Oh, poor the guy. The thing is, is, just before the park, he was pulling the strap up by his nose. Yeah. So I, and I was giving him a hack. I was like, stop that. Put, the, put it down below your chin where it's supposed to be. Yep. Had he had it up around his nose, he would have just popped his helmet off. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you're like, put it on properly. And then now he's, he's dangling, uh, by, dangling it. by the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay. Thanks, Kev. Thanks, Kev. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Bye-bye. Uh, this text here is terrifying. It says, guys, we weren't kids, but when we were snorkeling in the Dominican, yeah. I got left behind. Oh. They pulled the ladder and started to leave. Oh, no. When all of a sudden, my drunk husband spoke up and said, oh, my wife's still in the water. Don't go. Oh, my God. Is there any sort of, I've never gone snorkeling like that. You guys do it. Yeah. yeah. Is there some sort of like, do they do a no. roll call after everyone's on or they just do a quick head count? Although in Belize, we lost our buddy and he ended up on another uh, boat, another catamaran. They we don't, just, they don't. It's we're all snorkeling and then yeah. you're, you're focused on all the cool stuff in the water. Yeah. And then you look up all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, buddy's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, they don't One do with roll the ocean. call. You just figure that they make it to a boat. But so you, like, we just continued. How many in a boat at a time? Eight, ten, a dozen? Yeah, okay, it keep track of a dozen people. Yeah, we had our own little party boat going on, so we couldn't even keep track of our own group. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there was only—I think there was only six or seven of us. Yeah, yeah, that but, was too many. Yeah, yeah, and we lost and, one. And with a guy. But we've been on like bigger snorkeling tours where it's like 30, 40 people. Oh yeah, we're right. just bombing off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that that's, I get it. That one, you have to be like, you have to be the one listening because mm-hmm. they'll Where's just that? leave. Yeah, they don't do roll call. They don't no. make sure they're not. They don't have a book, no. and they're like, all right, uh, my name Mars. is Crash. Yeah, I came to snorkel. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, no, they don't. Do that. <laughs> yeah, I they think they should that. actually. That'd be nice. They should. Uh, yeah, okay, buddy. Hi, how's it going, Crash? Doing fantastic. Um, as a kid, where did you get stuck? Well, I wouldn't say get stuck, but I was almost trapped in a foreign country. Oh, geez. Oh, what happened? Well, when I was 14, my parents sent me off to one of my, like, to one of my grandparents overseas in Poland. Yeah. yeah. But back then, there wasn't a direct flight, so I had to go from Frankfurt to Poland. As a child? As 14 years old, yeah. <laughs> so, so, from Frankfurt, I took a Greyhound. That was a maybe 14-hour bus ride to Poland. Yeah. I arrived at the station around 2 in the morning. My grandparents were nowhere to be found. Oh, oh my gosh, are you serious? How terrifying. So I'm literally sitting on a bedside bench, just crying my eyes out, where this older gentleman comes by and says, are you okay? And says, I'm fine because I'm in a foreign country. I'm not going to talk to somebody I don't know. Yes, right? right? Stranger danger. So 3.30 comes around, and I finally see my auntie. Along with this guy that was asking me if I was okay, <gasps> who turned out to be the guy that my grandmother was dating at the time. Oh, jeez! What Holy on crap. earth is happening here? I uh, I would have been so terrified. Right? So yeah, just fourteen fourteen years old, traveling by himself. 3.30 in the morning in a country that he's only been to once with his parents. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. you poor thing. Yeah, well, I, can't believe, I can't believe you survived that. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. This is the Crash and Mars podcast. I have a number of weird news stories today. So imagine if you guys came across this. Off in Denver, 
Colorado, human remains were stolen out of a medical truck that's mm-hmm. used to transport body parts for medical research. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. Um, this truck that was stolen, or I guess the product that was stolen out of it. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. A box of human heads. Ah, why is there a box of human heads being transported? Just loose heads? Just loose heads. For science? Maybe for science. It's for science. Yeah, the, brains. The name of the company is called Ooh. Science Care, and it's a program for donating bodies to science to help improve scientific research and education. Hmm. It's easier to transport a box of heads than a bunch of like bodies attached I to guess, them. I guess, yeah. Goodness. Get rid of the body. Yeah. It's gross. I still thought they'd be like individually packaged. Well, if I'm donating my, my body for science, I would hope that it's transported nicely. You're probably not all in the same box. Oh, it's like a box of noses. Yeah, I'm picturing like a wooden crate of heads. No, they probably individually <laughs> package each one. Oh, okay. Haley, I think it was a box of heads. For, we're going to pretend that it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, a, like a shipment of bananas showed up to some grocery store. <laughs> uh, that'd be a pretty heavy box, though. Heads are heavy. That would be. Yeah. Were they were they labeled as heads? Yeah, so sources say that the box that was stolen out of the vehicle, which, by the way, uh, they, is like a, like near a dog park. It's like a family-friendly neighborhood. It's like this box of head pulling up in your suburb, suburbia home. Yeah. That's what it's like. Oh. Wow. Apparently, it was a blue and white car Board box, 20 by 15 by 18 inches. It had the word science care written on the side mm. and human heads in the box. Hmm. Oh, God. But not, not human head, no, no label on the outside. Um, no. Yeah, once I don't you think open so. it, it's like, by the way, there's human heads here, as you can see them. Yeah. Ugh. Don't you, uh, like for science, wouldn't you want to prevent the, the heads from decomposing? Well, they're probably in a refrigerated truck. Yeah, they're probably... Or they've been uh, I don't embalmed. know. This whole operation sounds pretty willy-nilly. I'm going to guess they were embalmed. They probably embalmed. Mm. It does leave a lot of questions, though, and people who live in that neighborhood want to know what that van was even doing there in the first place. Because, mm-hmm. again, this is just like a regular family neighborhood. Yeah. What a weird thing to see. Super weird. Yeah. They also say that there was huh? um, blood oh. and brain matter. In the- oh, my God. Well, that's what you get with you, Lose all the heads oh like willy-nilly in there. I understand like a tote of like elbows, maybe. Sure. A tote of elbows. <laughs> but I feel like heads deserve a or little like, more respect. I agree. Or like feet or hands or sure. something. Sure. But yeah. you're right. Heads deserve respect. Yeah. Yeah. You can have a box of hands. I no problem. Just pop them into a helmet. Sure. Yeah. But the yeah, the heads. You got to take care of that. I didn't know our scientists were so willy-nilly with heads. Mm-hmm. I don't. Can uh, are you? If you are you guys donors? Like for like, let's say something terrible happens on the drive home. No, yeah, but my dad is. Uh, I think I'm an organ donor. Yeah, I'm an organ donor. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I'm not a head. Yeah, I don't think I'm giving up. Well, if they want it, I know because we can do head transplant now. But but is your your head's not considered an organ? Is well, it? no, it's not. Yeah, but my brain is. I don't think they have the science to swap brains yet. Not yet. Well, we're swapping heads. <laughs> Well, there was a head there was a head swap. Yeah, was there? Really? Who knows? By the time I die, I've already signed up for it. I don't know what the future holds. Yeah, yeah. I'm heading down to AMA, and I'm taking I'm taking head off the table. <laughs> me too. I'm with you. <laughs> you James. have everything. Show else. me yeah, what I'm offering up here. No. <laughs> now that I know how heads are treated, I don't want my head on another they're person. Not, they're not getting my head. If someone else could be you. Yeah. No. That's not cool. That's weird. Unless I get to pick the body. Yes. Then I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I want a body audi But you, but you yeah. wouldn't know. <laughs> By the time someone needs your noggin, like, you're not here anymore. <laughs> you, so you don't know who's getting it. You'd have to kill that person <laughs> to see <laughs> that one. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that's what I want. I want just the, wants a new lease on life. Wanna, She's picking her body. <laughs> I want to see that body. I sure do. Yeah. All right. A new study is out that shows different calories in McDonald's foods from around the world. And uh, we all know that this morning's show loves its fast food. Mm. <sighs> they know what they're doing down there. So good, man. Yeah. Now, when it comes to this study, it has shown that McDonald's Canada, um, they looked at the calories in our foods. And where do you think it landed us on the list out of the top five? The healthiest. We got that healthy oil they cook everything in. Right. That's what I heard. That lean oil. Yeah. Typically, North American fare is a little fattier, right? Mm. Yeah, it sure does. I'd imagine we're leaner than the States. Probably. Is Is the meat better? I think, like our, the, I think we have higher salt than the States. What? Um, we have more calories than the U.S. in our fast food. No, really? Yeah. Really? As a matter of fact, we come in second with the highest number of calories on average. Oh. The number one country? Japan. For the highest, the am- highest calorie? Countries with the most calorific fast food. So you got the most calories. Mm. Japan, number one. Hmm. Canada, number two. Wow. South Korea, number three. Estonia, number four. Oh, yeah. And Lithuania coming in at number five. <laughs> Doesn't this really just mean that we're... I'm, I'm happy to hear it. That uh-huh. means we have one of the most flavorful McDonald's in the world. Well, it does, yeah. Calories equal flavor, right? right? Yeah. yeah. It goes now, hand in hand. Where do we drop to the bottom is in the countries with the most saturated fats. So number one is Turkey. Number two is Mexico. Number three, New Zealand. Number four, the United States, and number five, Australia. How how bad is saturated fats? Fats, because like I can buy a bag of chips and it's like no saturated fats. I'm like, great, it's a healthy bag of chips. True that. Is are, it? Are, are our satty fatties worse than our regular fats? Yes. Because they're saturated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they're saturated in more fat. <laughs> but we're low on saturated fat, high on flavor. This is fine by me. Lots yeah, of salt. Uh, actually, we are quite low on the list when it comes to salt. Are we really? The countries with the most salt in their McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, number one, Turkey. Number two, Japan. Mm-hmm. Number three, New Zealand. Number four, Australia. Number five, Mexico. Canada, huh. way down on the list. Huh. We come in at 23rd. Oh, wow. Huh. I, got, I got a hot take on my McDonald's salt. Sure. Uh-huh. I, I wish my fry was salted. undersalted than oversalted. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Over, over salt. No, over salt. You, you can. I. You can oversalt them. I have to resalt my fries mm-hmm. when I get them. They don't put enough salt. Yeah, on Yeah, Crash gets extra salt. This the McDonald's fries years ago used to when I opened mm-hmm. the bag they'd be frosted white. Yeah, and I'm like, to... yes, and you can like, yeah, you can lick the fry and it's salty and still eat it and it's salty. Mm-hmm. Now they're they're really skimpy on the salt. Maybe the salt's changed or maybe I've grown. I, sometimes I find them a, a little on the salty side. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I assume you, you've changed. Sometimes they're hitting them maybe twice with the shaker. Maybe someone didn't know that someone else already salted them. I don't know what happens back there. Mm-hmm. But the salt isn't consistent. And I would rather would under than over. Under, it's still edible. You can have too much salt. No. Mm. Oh, yeah. I uh, I like them salty because if not, I find that they're cardboardy. They're just like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So you need to eat a salt stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need a salt stick. Ultimately... Um, if flavor equals like high calorie, high salt, whatever, yeah. it is what it is. We all know it's fast food and it ain't good for you. Just treat yourself, though. Yeah, treat right? yourself. Don't worry about it. Treat uh, don't worry about what, do guys, what do you guys think holds the highest amount of salt in McDonald's? Um, the patty. 
the burger patty. Oh, I so you, you're just you're just okay. You gotta guess like the the dish. Oh, like what sandwich? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you wanted like a particular item. Yeah. Um, I uh, what's the one with like three patties? Well, the Big Mac has two patties. Okay, but they're tiny patties. Mm-hmm. Oh, do they have uh, thick patties? Well, they have the quarter pounders, a quarter pound of beef. Well, that's what I typically get. Damn. Hmm. No, I'm going to the uh, the two patty one. Where's the salt the most key in McDonald's foods? Big Mac, hmm. fries, yeah, chicken nugs. <gasps> the nugs. The nugs. The nugs. I feel like that should be your healthiest option. <laughs> it's chicken. It's all white meat. Nugs. Uh, I would have guessed that breakfast sandwich. The breakfast sausage. Oh, the sausage. She's salty. Oh, that's a salty sausage. But it's smaller, I guess. I don't know if they... Like, yeah, they didn't really include... I don't see... I'm just looking in the study that breakfast foods don't really get an, announced. Hmm. Isn't it like uh, like four or uh, like five, six hundred calories per breakfast? I honestly have zero idea. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't care. care. <laughs> <laughs> I know damn well what yeah. I'm doing when I pull up. <laughs> I'm just, making a bad choice, but a good choice. And getting it in there and getting it done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they have to do it by law, show the... Uh, All the calories and caloric stuff. intake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't like it visually. I just feel like it's not as pretty as a billboard when it's well, got yeah. all the numbers on it. I think Tim's does that too. Because like, maybe well, all the menu boards do now. I don't know. If you pull up to a board yeah. when you read the calories, because we all do. Starbucks does it. Starbucks does it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. D- does it change your order? Like before you get to the board, you're like, oh man, I really want this. No. And then you look at the board and you look over at the little calories and you're like. Damn! Does it change your order? No, it's changed mine. Really? Yeah. Like for uh, like Starbucks, what you would get from for Bucks? Starbucks? Yeah. yeah. I'll pull in thinking, oh man, I really want like a caramel yeah. macchiato, and like not at all. Give me the grande. Yeah. And then I'll look at the calories and be like, oh my god, I'll just get a green tea or a smart water <laughs> or a smart water. I've never had it. Uh, sway me, but I'm not, you know, I don't make a lot of health choices. <laughs> I find it does the opposite sometimes. It'll say like the You're like, I'll show you. <laughs> no, I'll take three. <laughs> I feel like I got some wiggle room because I lie to myself about how much I've eaten already during the day. It'll yeah, yeah. say like the Big Mac, the sandwich itself has, let's say, 800 calories. Yeah. But beside that, it'll say the average adult male needs, I don't know, 2,500 calories a day. Mm. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I could have like Three Big Macs? And then you look down, you you have an extra hole like, in your belt. I'm only eating one Big Mac. Oh, I see. So it I'm makes being you think responsible. I can eat more. Does it change yours, Haley? Mm, not really. Yeah. If, I, if I'm if i going to McDonald's, I'm not looking at the calories. Yeah, you know you're making mm. a bad choice anyways. Yeah, I don't want to be reminded. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's nice to treat yourself periodically. Yeah. Am I the we only one? We know you shouldn't eat it every day, but it is what it is. What about at Starbucks? Like, Do you go in there wanting like the, the sugariest, most delicious dessert drink, and then you change your mind? No, because I already know what I like, mm. so I just get the same things. Yeah. And I'll try new stuff here and there, but I know already know I like it half sweet. Yeah. I don't like all the sugar in it, so you can customize it. Mm-hmm. How do we decide who has to tell us the calories? Because if you go to a restaurant, like a sit-down, they don't have to tell you I think it was like some health agency in Canada. But that's not like that food's cooked uh, healthily. Yeah, it's it's that's tons a good point. of butter and fat, and that's why it tastes so good. Yeah. It's doused in butter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They so don't have good. to tell us anything. No. That's the way I like it. Yeah. Yeah, keep it a secret. Yeah. Keep it a secret. Leave a little mystery. <laughs> Sometimes I get surprised by the calories in Starbucks. Yeah. It's like a full meal for a yeah. Latte. Like sometimes I'm looking at the lattes, I'm like 410 calories. Yeah, mm. you got to go without the whip. My God, <laughs> that's not even an hour workout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they typically put whip on a latte? 
Uh, no. depends on the type of Oh, if you want it, yeah. 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 But it's whip. It's practically air. It's not, though. It's sugary it's air. It's mostly air. I wish it was. It's, it's not. It's a sugary cloud. It's whipped sugar and fat. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes it so delicious. So good. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are saying they want to see the raw data like behind this, but um, we'll go through it here. A new study ranks the size of men's junk in 86 countries around the world. <laughs> and I have um, I'm, I guess I'm happy to say That Canada ranked higher than the US nice. Oh, wow. Canada um, actually came in 12th Oh, okay, 12th uh, Not even top 10? Not, well, there's no, a lot of countries There's a lot of countries Wow, well, I know There's a lot of countries Yeah, yeah we're not the top <laughs> who, who got the top? Uh, Ecuador comes in at number one Ecuador? Yeah, really? Ecuador Wow 6.93 inches Do they say why? Like is it diet? Genetics, is it probably it genetics, yeah. No, they uh, they don't say why. You're on your seven on average? Da- yeah, six point nine three inches. By the way, Americans coming in fifty ninth. Fifty ninth. Yeah, like they're wow. way down on the bottom. Yeah. Cooler if they were sixty ninth. That's true. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Twenty one different countries clocked in at over six inches. Jeez. And that includes Ecuador, number one, Cameroon, Bolivia. Sudan and Haiti. Mm-hmm. By the way, the U.S. and Japan are tied at five, oh, barely tied. U.S. comes in at 5.35, Japan at 5.34. People are promptly searching flights to Ecuador now. <laughs> are you? Oh, yeah, I bet you guys are, yeah. yeah. Me a seat, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> the U.K. came in small at 5.17. Ireland coming in at 5.03. Both Canada and Mexico ranking higher than our U.S. neighbors. Mexico came in 29th at 5.87 inches. And Canada? Yeah. Are you ready? Mm. Oh, no. 6.19 inches. Damn. Yeah. People are happy with our placement on the chart. 12th. Yeah, Yeah, I'm saying that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, everyone's pretty happy with that. Out of the entire world? Was this like we're... Doctors taking these measurements, or is this the honor system? Um, it's just a men's health company. Well, I think if it was the uh, the honor system, I think people, I think every well, country would be number one. Well, it'd be like I'd be like twelve inches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, because Ecuador, Marzi mentioned that's six point nine. Second place, Cameroon, six point five. Yeah, like that's a big jump. It is a big jump. Yeah, like that's a huge jump. Yeah, right. That's a big jump. It is. Well, I don't know how like legit this is. That's what I'm. I would imagine though that it was based on like doctors' records. Yeah, mm. it'd have to be. But yeah. are doctors measuring? I've never. I don't know. Or is this on like? Well, no. Well, when maybe people if are you deceased, were, you don't measure. If you were asked to be part of a poll, <laughs> maybe <laughs> you were went to a facility and you were all measured up. Polls for polls. Yeah. Be, <laughs> because to measure, like you got to go in happy, and you're like, hey, doc. I. I. Well, that's. I don't think this was measured happy. Well, this oh, isn't. This well, isn't. No, no, this, this, this is not. This no, is not no, just no. like hanging out. No, this is. <laughs> this is so like all, hello. Oh, so all these guys got good mornings. Yeah. yeah. And then they okay. Yeah, the same measured. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, woman. <laughs> that would be terrible. I don't know. I don't have one. <laughs> I have no idea. Study's a little generous. <laughs> yeah. Right. My God. <laughs> well, finally, last on the list, Cambodia, three point nine five. Taiwan at 4.24, the Philippines at 4.27, Sri Lanka at 4.29, and Hong Kong at 4.41. 
Yeah. <laughs> this one, Jesus woman. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't have one. There does know. seem to be, I wonder if we were being honest. I guess the Netherlands are up there too. The top like 10 for the most part, very warm countries. Mm. All uh, closer to the equator. Yeah. And then the Netherlands and Canada sneak in there. Oh, I guess France is in there too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's, maybe some, we were. there's some colder spots. Hmm. By the way, um, the U.S. 59th big, uh, biggest in the world. They're way down second in the world in sales of Porsches. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. You know how it is. Haley, this story is for you this morning. Oh. I figured you would absolutely love this. Now, you've got two big dogs, so I'm sure that the dog beds in your house are quite large. <laughs> Except for one. we got one little one that Loki likes to sleep in. Yes, right. yes. Right. <laughs> well, two UBC students have napped their way to success. <gasps> Noah and Yuki Noria are the co-founders of Puffle. It's a unique napping product inspired by dog beds, but big enough for a human to nap in. Yes. Is Look it, at these things, Haley. Is it bad that I've already looked these up to see how much they would cost? <laughs> the human dog bed. They I, are giants. Yeah, I've already looked at incorporating them into my house. They look cozy. Yes. <laughs> they do look cozy. I mean, the dogs can snuggle. We have the uh, uh, the Kirkland dog bed. It's like yeah. a big donut. Uh, that one's for Chloe. Mm-hmm. And I just, every time Chloe climbs in it, she does her circle and she's like, found the good spot. And she plumps down. I'm like, that looks like the comfiest yeah. bed ever. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. don't we have bigger ones? And now, well, now we do. <laughs> I mean, this feels like a young man's game, though. Like, there's a reason your mattress cost you $1,000. <laughs> right? Yeah, that, that right? Is, that That's is true. Fun. That's that true. Is, yeah, also, that. where are you putting this thing? Well, the, on their Instagram, it shows them putting it, like, just in the living room. Yeah, this mm-hmm. one's in front of the fireplace. Like, that's a lot of real estate. Yeah. Well, if you have a dog bed in the way already, you just get rid of your dog bed, and then it's multi-purpose. You both use it. Yeah, but this is, like, the size of, like, three dog beds. Yeah, they'll still sleep in it. <laughs> My dogs sit on the couch, so they, they do not care. And I guess it's meant for you to sleep in there with the dog too right mm-hmm. no it, it, in other photos it's just people oh there's no oh. dog in there oh okay all right like it's so big <laughs> like it does it does look fun it looks enticing yeah it's like the beanbag chair era everyone wanted a beanbag every living room needed to have a beanbag but they're just so big i still want beanbags, beanbags are back are yeah, they, they are. back oh beanbags are back because we had beanbags years ago uh, we, we just had them for like a like just fun, I don't know. Extra, yeah. I don't know. Extra seating, I don't yeah. know. But it just became so much. We gave them to Marika. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, and also we got to an age where we were having problems getting out of them. See, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like so low. You sit roster. down in the beanbag, wonder why it's cracking. Nope, just you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the beans in there. <laughs> yeah. So nonetheless, if you do want them, you can go to their Instagram and order them up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are they? They got a price on them? I'm just looking here. I don't see one. I bet you it's like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, for a decent size bed like that yeah oh let me show the gut it, it does look real good mm-hmm. it does yeah, look really good here mm-hmm. of someone having a nice little snooze i would put one in my office at work oh, oh and okay. then lay down yeah, in you it. got the room down there yeah yeah Haley literally has like the biggest office in the building i don't i know it's great <laughs> yeah you went from like yeah. no office sharing no a desk <laughs> to the biggest office yeah. in the building with all windows yeah. he's got a corner office with windows <laughs> <laughs> management in the building. <laughs> There's like three other desks in my office. Nobody sits at them. Right, yeah, it's yeah. just me. Oh, yeah. Oh, see? And change that looks really cozy. Yeah, if you don't have the app, it's about the size. Imagine like you bought like a little inflatable f- pool for the backyard. Yeah. It's about that size. Yeah, but really plush. But really plush. 
So oh. get up in there. On a cold winter day, wouldn't that be nice? But you can't put it, like, you can't store it. No. No. Yeah, it's... Like, it's out. Good it's luck. furniture. So they would just lay around your house? Slide it under your bed, maybe? Yeah, you could maybe do Hide that. It there? But you, then you got, you're taking this tiny <laughs> bed out from under your real bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really defeats the purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it does indeed. All right, Gingy, this story is for you, buddy. There are three types of people in this world. Yep. Those who kill every spider they've encountered in their house, uh-huh, which is Ginge. Uh-huh. Those who try to collect them and free them outside, come back which in. is Crash. Mm-hmm. And then there's the psychopaths who just let them be and they let them live in their house now and crawl all over the place. Why would you do that? Which is probably me because I don't want to disturb a spider. And you don't want to touch them. I don't want to touch it. So I just walk <laughs> away. I just let it be. As a matter of fact, last summer I opened the patio door and a spider walked in and I said, well, after you. Oh, no. And in it no. went. Like, get, no. get paper or something <laughs> yeah. and fan it no. and blow it out of there. And it just, I opened the patio door, it walked in. Ugh. So I just said, after you, and I let it in. What do you do, Ginge, if you go to the bathroom in the morning, flick a light on, and there's a giant black spider in your sink? Oh, I'm not dealing with that in the morning. <laughs> you leave it? <laughs> you leave oh, it for I'm, I'm going to bounce out anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, that's too early for that stuff. Right, exactly. wakes up with it on her face. I'm on my reflex yet. I just got up. Yeah. You kidding me? <laughs> well, quite possibly the most famous spider on this show is the Huntsman spider. God, I have so many stories about Man. these spiders. And a woman in Australia says that she let a massive Huntsman spider live on the ceiling of her living room for two weeks. Mm-hmm. It just lived there. Two weeks, you no, guys. No. She even named it Simon, and she would speak to it. Oh, God. Her friends, though, freaked out when they came over for some wine and saw it. One even demanded that she kill it on the spot, and when the woman refused, her friend said, You're effed up! Yeah. The woman then caved and agreed to let them help her capture it in a jar and then free it outside. Mars had a, a pet spider on her patio in Halifax. I did. At that point, we were still smoking, so we'd go on the patio, and this thing was a gnarly one. Yeah. And as we were like chatting away, having her sig, it would go. Zzz. I think it loved the nicotine. Oh. So we'd just, be like, but you got to hung out. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, just one day, I'm like, this spider's got to go. So I took the broom to it, and I'm like, get out of here! And I swatted at it. And it hit the broom, and it felt like I hit a stone. Oh, no. It had so much weight to it. I don't like that when they got mass. Oh! That's what's wrong with those huntsmen. They're too big to kill. You couldn't step on that. No. Mm-mm. No. No. And you don't want to feel it, Mm-mm. right? And that's what, like, spiders in the house are like, well, they catch bugs. Well, I'd rather the bug than the spider. I'd rather a nasty old sticky thing that you hang from the ceiling that'll yeah. catch bugs. Whatever it's killing, I would prefer that in my house to the spider. If you had, like, let's say, Ginge, we're all living in Australia. Yeah, yeah. What would you do if you woke up in the morning, you walked into your kitchen, and that was in the corner? I can't imagine a world. I can't imagine it either. No. And I'm not even that mad at spiders. I just, I don't know if my brain could process it. Mm-hmm. Something that large. I would think it's. Uh, I would think it's fake. Like, like someone just yeah. put a fake spider up like there. We've on been. Uh, we've stayed in some questionable locations. In different countries. We have. Thankfully, never ran into a giant spider like this, but we've ran into, like, big beetles and stuff, which I just, mm. I'm like, that's very unnatural. These hunts bad. These huntsmen, it'd be like waking up to, like, a great white shark in your bed. Like, yeah. what the? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Wrong. What do you do? What do you do? So here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Uh, text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. What did you just let stay in your house? mm you didn't want to remove it. You didn't want to kill it. Did you have a big hornet in the window? So you're you like, just well, it? it's just, it's here now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to live with it. Mm-hmm. 
This woman lived with this huntsman spider yeah. in her living room for two weeks. If you get a big uh, hornet or a uh, yellow jacket or whatever in your house, you kill that. Yeah. You don't, that one I won't shoo outside. Sorry. You had a chance. Well, and they're not a great guest. No. no. Let's say let's say you were cool with spiders. You could live, go days without hearing or knowing the spider was there. Yeah. yeah. But the horror just constantly. Yeah, it's like bzz, bang, bang against the window. What yeah. about a mouse? Nope. No. Not in my house. I'm not going to kill it, but I'm going to let it. I'm yeah. kicking it out. How are you gonna? How are you gonna? Yeah, but what if it? you can't get it? Well, you get a human just, trap. Yeah. You but, guys have cats. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good luck, mouse. <laughs> Good luck. That's yeah, true. How would a mouse evade your cat? <laughs> It's just to walk at a brisk pace. Chloe's not catching it. Oh, <laughs> no. She steps Fe- on it. Phoebe might, but yeah, <laughs> Chloe. Phoebe will kill it. Although Chloe killed one mouse this uh, past summer. Did she sit on it? Or Phoebe might have killed it and then Chloe just ate it. Yeah, <laughs> no. She just squashed a mouse mm-hmm. with her butt. <laughs> she does squash. She ate its brains. Oh. Um, uh, cats are gross. Cats are super gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you, though, try to get rid of that mouse? Would you stay up all night, or would you just go to bed? I'm not bothered by mice. No. Thank- I know it's probably bad to have in the house, but yeah. I wouldn't, I can, I'm okay with a mouse hanging out. I don't know. I Thankfully, never, we've never had a mouse in the house. And they're adorable. I couldn't, I couldn't in good conscience kill a mouse. Yeah, but throw it, find a way to throw it outside. Yeah, it'll find a way back in. Yeah, cheese. Yeah, take them far. Yeah, a little peanut butter, put it in a box, and then shoo. Drive them down a back road. Yeah. Do we have mice? Oh, yeah. We yeah. sure do. There was a, like in a farm, you'll find some mice. But like in town, is there mice? Yeah, there was, a res- there was a restaurant in the news that was just shut down mm-hmm. for a mice infestation. Yeah. Well, you probably don't have mice, though, because you have pet skunks. Right, yeah. They and those, oh, yeah, right. those would eat the mice. Mm-hmm. I think they ate some birds last year. Oh, my God. That's how you guys uh, Speaking of letting something just live there. Yeah, right? <laughs> Ginger skunks are back, too, by the way. What's going on? Single mom. Give us this update. What's happened well, here? She came back. Last year, we had a skunk move in, and she had her babies. Now, once the babies can't ask her to leave, she's got kids to look after. So we let her stay the season. Mm-hmm. And then they leave in the winter, and she uh-huh. did. And that was what the book said she would do, and she did. Yeah. But this year, she came back. Why didn't you have, like fill in the hole? I did. They're good at digging. <laughs> She's dug so many holes. Your garage pad or your driveway oh, pad is going to sink. I, I'm terrified <laughs> to look underneath there. Oh. What's holding that thing up? Anyway, so I just we keep blocking the holes because once she has the babies again, then we got to let her stay. Yeah, but we don't think it's, it's still too early for babies. Mm. So we keep I keep filling her holes. We got like cameras out there. As soon as she leaves the hole, I fill the new one. We got now radio blasting outside. What to annoy 24/7. her so she leaves? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apparently, skunks hate Ava Max. <laughs> she's psychic. There they go. They're yeah, yeah. leaving. And we are the Ava Max what's, station. What's the most annoying thing I can play to get this done? <laughs> <laughs> 1023. That's awesome. I'll tell you what, though. She was a great house guest. Was she? There was the odd smell of uh, skunk. And she she did spray the air conditioner once right. then. Oh my god! But we got to see sometimes in the morning when I'd come out because I'm up like early, you know. Yeah. I'd see like the little babies running around. Like it's cute and all it's that. It's adorable. But it ain't good, and your neighbors must hate you. And there was once <laughs> under one of the birdhouses just a ton of feathers. Oh no! And I think a skunk would, given the chance. Oh, skunks, oh I think so too. A skunk will go in and eat the eggs too. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing You're gonna was, see a bunch of broken shells. I'm thinking the eggs had popped. Oh, and she oh. went and cleaned out all oh, the babies. Yeah, it was a bloodbath. But I mean, skunks gotta eat. Yeah, in nature. Wouldn't you rather yeah. see nice birds in your backyard than not, stinky not skunks? Not baby birds. 
Well, baby birds are gross. Oh, Ugh, disgusting. Oh. Yeah, but once they get some feathers, finally yeah. they're manageable. Oh, boy. I'll, I'll take them out. of When they're so gross, I'll take them out of the nest and put them in the skunk hole. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Feed the skunks. <laughs> Sorry, you should have grew feathers. <laughs> just so hideous. All right, I want to know from you guys if you've got a story to share this morning. Uh, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, what moved in? And you're like, well, I guess it's just going to live here now. Yeah. Give us a shout if you've got a story to share this morning. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Guys, I I can't keep the crows. I know everybody's texting in to keep the crows. I can't keep keep the the crows. crows. I can't. We don't know exactly what bird it is, though. I I like to put the cats out on their harnesses. I like to walk the cats in the front yard. I can't have big hawks or crows. Crows won't take a cat. No, but they'll torment, won't they? No, crows are great. Those are the smartest bird there is. Well, they also do that big caw at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, prop, you're up. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're crow people. I know. Also, crows uh, remember a face. Yes. So if they catch Crash messing with that nest. Oh, God. They're going to know him Yeah, forever. and they'll tell their crow buddies. You know what Crash. I'm going to do? I'm going to fool them. I'm going to print Gingy's face and put it on mine. <laughs> <laughs> the crows already know me. They know me. They know I'm good people. Oh, I don't think uh, so. Yeah. Well, Crash was going to take a ladder up there this weekend and see what was going on. I'm heading up there this mm-hmm. weekend. I'm going to check it out. Maybe I lucky out in Odie says, as in tear it apart. <laughs> Let the crows be. Well, we don't know if it's crows. What if it's the worst? It's a bird. What if it's the worst possible bird? What's the worst possible there's, bird? There's so many other trees. Why our tree? It's right in the front yard. If it was in the side of the yard, totally fine. But we're going to walk yeah. under every day and every it's going to be, be ticked off. If, it, if there's babies in there, it's going to be swooping at our heads, and swooping at the cats. Uh, the tree overhangs Mars Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's here we go. why. Yeah. <laughs> now get to the bottom of why the bird's nest has to move. <laughs> what happened to Hippy Dippy let a spider in? <laughs> Mars don't want any bird poo flying on that car. <laughs> 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 so we're back to... <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for Give it. Give me my gun. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we lucked out and one of the neighbors took it down. Already. I don't think so. Because we, we got the old the old guy next door. He might be like, oh, I don't want a big old nah. crazy nest there. He might have climbed up on the ladder and took it down. I was chatting with the neighbors yesterday. It is still there. Oh, <laughs> you made sure you asked about <laughs> yes, it. Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, but we are wondering what moved into your place. Yeah. Uh, what road moved in and what stayed? Yeah. Uh, Nancy, how are you doing today? Good, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, What moved into your place? All kinds of things. I don't live on an acreage, but I do live near the university farm and near quite close to the White Mud Ravine. So I have a settled order in my yard. As long as you're outside and you're all getting along, fine. So I have mice (laughs) under the gazebo. So last year I saw their little hole and they would scurry out to the bird feeder there and pick up things and take it. So I walked out to my garden, got some spinach, laid it there and filmed, videoed as it got stuffed down the hole. (laughs) You see the spinach disappear. And then I would have skunks coming in the yard every night. We had a mother that had seven kits, they're called. Yeah. They are so darn cute. So between seven and eight, we, uh, the neighbors, they were living under some of the neighbor's steps. So they all um, paid a fee to have someone 
humanely trap them and, and remove them, them. But of course, some got left behind, and oh so we could get them all, and they'd all come to my yard. Oh, <laughs> and, no. And feed under the bird feeders, but they're so darn cute. I could stand two feet from them. Baby kits yeah. can't spray as good as the adults who don't have good aim. Right? That's when they're good, and then they get oh. nasty. Yeah. Six deer on my lawn. Wow, it's just a paradise <laughs> at your place. Eating horse sweet feed because they would wipe out my bird feeders every night so I move their own on the front lawn. Yeah. Oh boy. There's a and there's a lot going on there. the crows. Yeah. If you think that's what you've got, you might want to get rid of them because they <laughs> Thank become you. very territorial right? and they will pick on your cats. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. So there we go. Thank you for that, Nancy. Thanks. All of my feeders. Oh. You know, I'd get the odd crow in the far feeder in the garden. We yeah. can stay out there. That's fine. Yeah, I know. I don't know. If it's crows, we got to get rid of it, I think. It's done, right? All right. Thanks so much for sharing that, Nancy. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, okay. Nancy. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. okay, bye. Nancy's yard sounds like a she, Disney movie. She has an amazing paradise there. Yeah, she's got a good setup, but even she didn't seem like the crows. <laughs> <laughs> crow, crow's a good bird. Give the crow a chance. Mm. I think you're really uh, going to have a great time with that crow. I'll capture them and bring them and put them in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll give you the nest, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kim, how you doing? Oh, fantastic. How nice. are you guys this morning? Uh, doing great. Uh, we're talking about uh, creatures that decided to move in on your property. Uh, what, what creature do you have? Uh, skunks. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, I, I gave up on the war on skunks years ago. Yeah. Uh, there's no beating them. So, <laughs> like, if I don't know about, you know, if the gyms is in a newer neighborhood, like, we built our house 10 years ago. Yeah. And if you go and you look under your step towards your your walkway, yeah, uh, the way they build them now, because they build the houses so fast that the ground settles, I have about eight to nine inches between the ground and my sidewalk. <gasps> and, the, and the sidewalk was originally poured on the gravel right yeah yeah so as the ground settles so it's it's a perfect little place for them you know yeah, it's a and big they even built the back entrance on the other side of my driveway so it, they love it and you know our whole neighborhood i think every other house has skunks and wow i, I filled the holes i filled the holes with like pounds and pounds of rock and, and nothing soil over top and grass seed it and hopefully it'll look like grass again and no no like two weeks later there's a big pile of rocks sitting outside the hole and have you found <laughs> have you found with your your skunk den that there's always there's an entrance and there's always an exit somewhere else yeah huh there, and and one of the like at least for us they have an entrance and an exit and if one's blocked they just use the other one or they'll knock one of the other out um, one thing, if, if, you know, I don't know if Ginger's tried it or not, is uh, coyote urine. You can go at, like, Cabela's and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, you can buy urine. urine yeah. On yeah. the tennis ball and throw it in the hole. Oh, and then yeah. they freak out because they think there's a coyote and they leave. Ginger, how's and your stock you, of coyote piss? I'm running low. Then, <laughs> <laughs> well, go pick some but up, buddy. I, guess but I, I gave up. I had my neighbor even come up. <laughs> My neighbor came over and they're like, "Oh, we're you know we're we're gonna try to start blocking up your holes." I'm like, "Don't waste your time." I said, "I've done this. It doesn't do, you know it's not gonna happen." Like, well, you know our our dog got sprayed three times in the last month. Yeah, your neighbors like, well, are not liking it. You should keep your dog on a leash. Oh like, my god! <laughs> like, if your dog's getting sprayed, like the skunks aren't going anywhere. Yeah. They leave our step and go to the next step. That's what they do. I yeah. Mean, 
I've been at this war for years, and I just know. Now let you them just be. they're happy. You live with the skunks; they won't spray yeah. you. You let them yeah. be, and it's good to go. It's called sharing the planet, man. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for sharing that, Kim. Yeah, thanks, Kim. Yeah, no problem. Have a good one. You too, Matt. Bye bye. Hey, bye. Ginge, you have a major problem on your hands. What's that? Well, the skunks. Well, <laughs> listen, you're down skunks. They're great. They're great neighbors. I don't think they are. They go out at night when we're not out anyway. We rarely see each other. It's the perfect roommate situation. We work days. They work nights. Uh-huh. It's ideal. It's terrible. You, you, there's no exit point. People are talking about two, and maybe I'll upgrade from skunks one year. Uh-huh. Is that the raccoons are coming? Remember that? I oh saw that. God. They're hitching rides on trains. Talk of raccoons coming to Edmonton. Yeah. Wouldn't that be exciting? You skunks and raccoons <laughs> in your yard. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex, hello. Hey, how's it going? Doing fantastic. Um, you let a critter move in, right? Yeah. Uh oh. What? Who moved I, in? What moved in? It, it was a cat spider. It was a which? It's a cat's eye orb spider. They call them a cat's oh. eye orb spider. Well, how okay. did it move in here? What happened? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I smoke pretty habitually, you yeah. know, so. Uh, my patio door opened, so I must have crawled in at some point. The Mars, the oh. cat's eye uh, spider is, yes. it looks like a crab. Oh, no. There it is. <gasps> okay. Why did you just let this thing traipse through well, your house? Where does it live? It lived up in the corner by my uh, patio door. Ah, yeah, I got no, it. No, no, no. How long was it in your place for? Three weeks. <laughs> Three weeks? Did it just eventually move out, or you don't know what happened to it? Um, I was worried it was going to have babies, so I got rid of it. Because I'm, I got a little bit of arachnophobia, but I can deal with like one or two spiders. But as soon as there's more, I can't deal with it. Yeah. Oh, okay. it totally would have had babies it in your house. It would have had babies, yeah. And then you sure. would have had a couple thousand in your house. Oh my gosh. I got that thing huge though. I was feeding it raw hamburger and stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> Fatten it up and then send it on its way. And then you killed it? <laughs> no, you just put it outside. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I put it outside. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, my Off God. you go. And it would actually eat raw meat? It ate raw meat? It would, yeah. Oh. Oh, that's so weird. That Spiders are nasty, weird. That's weird. Nasty. Okay, thanks for sharing that, oh, Alex. Oh, thanks, Alex. Yeah, okay. no problem. Bye-bye. Mm. Bye. Just, you can't, you can't give a spider that size the taste of meat. I guess they eat bugs. Yeah, that's very different. So a little, some cow. A little nug yeah. of hamburger, why not? Oh, my God. What if the hamburger runs dry? Oh, oh your body. Yeah. Your body at night. Uh, I know we're really late on we're news, really but late. these are uh, wild stories here. We'll do one more. Uh, Sarah's hanging on. Hello. I'm good. How are you guys? Hi. Fantastic. Uh, what moved into your place and you kind of just left it? <laughs> Uh, my parents had a bat living in their house. A bat? Oh my yes. god! <laughs> I get it. You know what? If a bat came in, I don't know what I would do either. You get it oh, out. What do you? They, they called like they're in Strathcona County. They had called the county people, and they weren't really sure what to do. But they have a cat. Their cat's a pretty good hunter. But they just left it for a few days. Never found it. <laughs> oh, the bat just disappeared. Yep. So they're assuming it kind of found its way out the way it came in. But Probably. I'm like, yeah, I, I refuse to go to their house. For <laughs> so did, did they just carry on like daily living with a bat in the house? Yep. Yeah. It like was in their bedroom and stuff. <gasps> went upstairs. No. Yeah. Before there. they went to bed, did they like make sure there was no bat in the room or they didn't care? I think I, I'm hoping that they made sure that they like closed the door or something. Cause I, yeah, I would not be okay with that. I'm like, thank God I moved out years ago. I would not be okay with this. Right. Wow. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing there's a bat oh. flying around. I don't know if I would be able to. 
Wow. Since they got their cat, they like, because it's an outdoor cat, she brings in all sorts of things. They've like, their level of okayness with critters in the house has definitely increased. It's gone up. Yeah, yeah. yeah their tolerance is I all, really wow. hope we don't get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.